soldier that's given his life for this nation without knowing Jesus Christ could care less about the stars and the the, the bars, the, 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 the American flag, freedom, the Constitution. They wouldn't care less because after this, the judgment. And without Christ, God is not looking down going, boy, you fought for America. Good job. You know, say, what did you do with my son? So the key is the gospel. It's the gospel. And the church must preach the gospel. Speaking of churches, um, Jason, we've got to play this clip. It's six minutes long, and it's something that we've been dealing with. Um, We've been dealing with this for years and years, and we've been telling listeners uh, how the Christians joined up with the lawyers are just completely ignorant when it comes to the Bible church. I don't care if it's Dr. David Gibbs or Jake Jackson or whoever. The point is this, um, Jason, we're seeing this, uh, it's, it's growing. They actually look at you and I as nuts, as rebels or revolutionaries. They, they probably put us in the same category as the Nation of Islam and Black Lives Matter because we believe the church must stay under the lordship of Jesus Christ and should not be incorporated, and should not be 501c3. And because the church is entrapped in all these uh, unbiblical things, it has, and it has set the church up for a great fall, which is coming, no doubt about it. And so this clip, folks, uh, Jason, you've heard it, I've heard it. Apparently, Frankie got to listen to it before he uh, got the um, clip together to play it. Six Six minutes long. And, uh, Jason, you heard it, and this is just, how can we say it? This is the example of ignorance in our local New Testament churches. Yeah, there's a, uh, I wanted to say a couple of things before we actually start this clip, because uh, people are going to be, it's uh, six minutes is an eternity in radio. And so, and this guy's a little bit difficult to listen to anyway, but this is what I want our listeners, who are, by the way, the most knowledgeable listeners on radio, I want you to listen for the number of times that this person ignores completely what the Word of God has to say and depends merely upon the uh, uh, business acumen and other things during this clip. Now, Now, Pastor, this is a very, very long clip. Folks, stay tuned for the entire clip, and don't tune it out. Be listening for where it uh, violates Scripture. And we're going we're gonna to unfold it afterwards as well, as soon as the clip is done playing. Yeah. So, Frank, if you don't mind, go ahead and play the clip. You know, the, the church can incorporate, for example, or you can have a ministry like the, the Gospel Advocates Ministry that I started um, it's incorporated, and um, if you're going to incorporate, there are certain things you need to do. You need to have articles of incorporation and bylaws of the corporation drafted, and they're filed with uh, with the uh, the Secretary of State of uh, you know of the state um, where you are, and um, you know, and and there's there's reasons to incorporate. You may have reasons not to incorporate. Um, there's some false doctrine out there, some false teaching out there that um, if you haven't been exposed to it, uh, at some point you may be, so, so be aware of this. Um, I had a brother several years ago who, uh, who was attending here uh, for a while, brought me a, a paper, kind of a, a treatise that, that some, some pastor somewhere had written uh, as to 
why uh, a local church should not incorporate, and if you incorporate, that makes you um, a, a, quote, government church. It makes you an entity of the state. It puts you under the authority of the state where you reside. And so you shouldn't incorporate because you don't want to be under the authority of the state. You want to be under no authority at all. And, uh, and it, you know, it was preposterous. You know, and I, I went through, read through the whole thing. I made notes on it. I talked to the guy. I gave it back with all my notes. You know, this doesn't make sense. And, you know, this isn't how it works. But somehow somebody got the idea that, you know, that, that I don't know, I don't know where, where it came from. But then they, you know, once they decided that, uh, that this, is, this is something that they believed, um, then they decided, well, this is something that we're going we're gonna to divide, um, uh, you know, from our brethren uh, over this, and we're going to say, you know, we're, we're righteous and holy because we don't incorporate, and if you incorporate, you're a compromiser, and you're, you know, all of that. And, uh, and it's nonsense, um, you know, by, by, you know, by incorporating, um, you know, the, the, the church as an entity is is a corporate entity as opposed to if you don't incorporate then it's an association of people and you know if you incorporate it makes doing business easier you know owning property uh, opening bank accounts getting a tax tax charitable status and that kind of thing a lot of those things are easier as a corporation than they would be for you know for an association of people. Um, there's liability issues too. If the church is sued for something, if it's a corporation, then it's just the corporate entity. It's not the individual people that are, that are subject to that lawsuit. If you're not incorporated, then it's the members. You know, when, 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 when so-and-so church gets sued, if they're, not in, if they're not incorporated, what that lawsuit means is that the members of that lawsuit individually are going to have liability, or at least the members that, that, you know, assented to whatever it was the church was doing, whatever the lawsuit's about, they're going to have liability, and, and you as the pastor are going to have liability um, personally as opposed to just, you know, the, the corporate church. So, um, you know, there are some advantages of, of being incorporated. If you're not incorporated, that doesn't mean that the, the laws and the rules of society don't apply to you. You know, it, it's it's just ridiculous. You know that, and I I don't I don't understand the the thinking. Um, I guess the idea is by incorporating, you are submitting yourselves to the authority of the of the state because you're filing paperwork with the state. But if you're not incorporated, you still have to obey the laws of the state. You know, if you know, if, if you um, if if you violate the the building code or violate the fire code, um, you know they can shut you down. It doesn't matter whether you've incorporated or haven't incorporated. So, you know, I, mean, I don't want to belabor the point too much, but it's it, it was just such a strange doctrine to be out there, and uh, you know, so as as we talk about legal issues, that's uh, that's one of the things to to be. Uh, to be aware of. So, um, you know, if if you're if you're going to um, visit another country, um, 
you haven't, you know, you haven't, uh, you're not a citizen of that country, but you still have to obey the laws of that country. You know, if you're there, you know, if you're not there, the laws don't apply to you. But if you go there and you're there, you know, if you break the laws, then you can be arrested just like a citizen can be arrested. And so, you know, it's not, it's not that you've uh, signed up to, to be subject to the authority of the government. We're, you know, we're all subject to the authority of the government. And the Bible tells us here in First uh, Peter that we are to obey every ordinance of man. And in Romans chapter 13, it says that we are to be subject to the civil authorities. We're subject to the powers. And, uh, you know, but there's a, there's a rebellious attitude out there and, and, uh, and a self-righteous attitude, I think, that, that uh, you know, people say, you know, well, well don't do this because, you know, you don't want to have any authority over you. And, and uh, you know, that's, that's not a Christian attitude. Yeah, so there it is, Jason. And of course, he he played several cards without using any scripture at all to um, intimidate. Basically, he's got a bunch of young preachers in that group, as you pointed out in the chat room. And uh, those young preachers aren't going to check anything by the Bible. They're going to look it up at all. And of course, the two verses he try well, he tries to quote one verse, Jason, and he just cites Romans 13, but he doesn't read anything from Romans 13, and he partly quotes uh, in First Peter, and that's it, and that's it. And these preachers are going to leave that room with the idea that anyone who believes like you and I, that we're nuts, self-righteous, and rebellious. Well, of course, and uh, get this though. Uh, this was in a doctrines class, I believe, in a very well-respected, large, independent Baptist church. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's a church that's known across the country. Um, when they give people like this a, a stand or, or a, a pulpit in order to get their beliefs across, it's accepted as gospel amongst those students that are sitting there listening. Because, the, you know, you would think, well, this is a good independent Baptist church. They preach the yeah. gospel. Yeah. They've done things great. The pastor, most much of what he says is is dead on biblically. And then mm-hmm. to give this person a voice for all the young preachers in that church, you are, it's beyond unwise. Um, it, it may fall into the category of pastoral malpractice. Now, that is not a legal term. I just made that up. Well, it's uh, irresponsible, no doubt. And the thing is, is, if you if you listen to the whole thing, I listened to the whole thing. It was just terribly done to begin with. He did a terrible job. Now maybe he's well, he's no, become more. I, uh, that's uh, maybe he's become better. Disagree with you just a little bit. I don't think he did a terrible job for what he was trying to do. Get this: if you're going to get up and you're going to teach a bunch of students who have been in the Word of God something that uh, that you don't really know the Word of God yourself, and apparently you don't know the law yourself, Frank made the, the wise, uh, uh, put the wise spotlight in the chat room on the fact that he didn't understand the difference between public and private. And absolutely. You, in fact, you listen to the entire yes. sermon, and uh, it becomes very, very obvious that he doesn't really have much inkling of the law at all. Um, and when you put somebody up there like that, they are going – he did the best that he could from his perspective because he looks at everything – through legal eyes, and because he looks at everything through business eyes. 
All right, so he even goes back and forth during his talk as to whether or not the church is a business. He says it is, and then he says it's not, and then he says it is, and then he says it's not throughout the course of the uh, of the quote-unquote teaching. But uh, this, this is what is being taught <clears throat> folks that are studying to be preachers pastors. and pastors. Yeah. And so you get a little bit of an of an inside view of what it's like in the colleges and in the doctrines classes across this land and what's being taught with regard to church incorporation. Now, it's kind of funny because uh, he says that, uh, that the other side, at a different point, he says the other side doesn't understand case law or anything like that. And the fact is that we have got case after case after case yeah. that are listed in the book that um, our stand is based on. One thing about not incorporating your church, the courts understand the issue better than the average pastor by a long shot. Oh, we're already to the half. All right. Well, there it is. Okay. Well, folks, this is the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. And uh, we are talking about tonight about uh, pastoral malpractice. And so stay tuned through the break for the rest of this. When we get back, we'll also take your calls and and jump in that chat room so that you can put your hates in there. Yes, we've been seeing those. Somebody hates it when, when Frank hates something. I saw that earlier. All right, folks, stay tuned through the break. We'll be right back. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. I would like to tell you about the only truly natural dog and cat food I have found anywhere. Most all companies add a synthetic vitamin mineral pack to their dry or kibble food. Nature's logic is different. With all natural ingredients and nothing man-made added, their owner, Scott Freeman, worked for another pet food company but decided he wanted to do things right. So he started Nature's Logic. You can check them out at naturelogic.com. You will find online and local stores where you can find their products. 
I spent a lot of time trying to find an all-natural pet food, and Nature's Logic was the only one out there. Give your pets the best and check out naturelogic.com. Your pets will be glad you did. They also have many other natural pet products to try. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. from heaven, a clear word from God, a sermon of conviction, straight from the heart. I've been hearing other preachers say I don't have to change. The most eloquent of speakers tell me I'm okay, but it hasn't eased my conscience. And I know it's not the truth So when you stand before us Can I count on you? Oh preacher You say you want to be my friend Don't be afraid to call my sin What it is And preacher Tell me I can overcome it's only by the blood of the Lamb. Don't tell me like I wish it was. Preacher, tell me like it is. So open up the Word and let the Spirit lead. Preach until I've heard God speak to me. My feelings. Don't worry about my shame. Just preach the cross of Jesus and that I'm to blame. Oh, preacher, you say you want to be my friend. Don't be afraid to call my sin what it is. And preacher, tell me I can overcome. Only by the blood of the Lamb. Don't tell me like I wish. 
wish it was. Preacher, tell me like it is. Life is quickly passing. The world is fading fast. And the foolishness of preaching is the only hope we have. So, preacher, be my friend don't be afraid to call my sin what it is and preacher tell me I can overcome but it's only by the blood of the lamb don't tell me like I wish it was preacher tell me like it is Welcome back to the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. And uh, you know what? With me, I'm Jason Burton, of course, in Union City, Indiana. And with me in the big squeaky chair, flanked by the Cedars of Lebanon with the Library of Alexandria, strewn about his uh, voluminous desk, and the only megachurch pastor in Payson, Arizona, is Pastor (laughs) Anthony Garissi. Yeah, megachurch, well... It is subjective. I mean, it's all in the mind, however you feel about it. So I see it as a mega ministry, but um, others may not, like that lawyer out there in Florida, which I believe he is a lawyer. He has, he has the law offices of – yeah, he, I think he is a lawyer, Jason. Uh, for those of you just tuning in, um, this is the Contenders for the Faith radio broadcast. It is Hatefulness Hour, by the way. If you've got something you hate, you're welcome to call it in or just post it in the chat room. Um, Jason's doing a very hateful impression of Frank, which, yeah, I don't know, Frank, you should be proud. Yeah, that's, that's, that's good. That's good. But uh, anyways, he said um, language, is something Frank would say. <laughs> so it kind of proves my point. <laughs> but uh, uh, folks, in the first half of the broadcast, we played a six-minute radio clip, or audio clip, excuse me, um, of a lesson taught to young preachers uh, studying to go into the ministry by a lawyer or a legal representative on why they should incorporate. And we only played part of this sermon or message or lesson because it was well, just, it's just too long and we wouldn't have time to talk. But the part we played was him calling you and I, Jason, or anyone else that chooses to unincorporate their church for a biblical reason. And that's the key. Now, if you were to ask this lawyer point blank, well, how do you feel about church incorporation? He'd probably pull the same thing that Dr. David Gibbs did, and that is with the CLA. Uh, you know, you, we don't care one way or the other. But in truth, they believe if we think there's a biblical reason to not incorporate, he called us literally false teachers and yeah. rebellious and self-righteous. To I'm say, not of course, with him. Yeah, yeah he but he, he had no scripture to back it up. And so, folks, you missed that clip. You'll just have to listen to the archive of our show to hear everything he says. It reflects the ignorance of um, these, these legal advisors to the church and the ignorance of the church to accept that. These young preachers, if they're not going to be clones, they need to be second-guessing this guy immediately with the scriptures. I mean, that's what we were taught. Check everything with the book, all right? That's all nice and well and good. Nice presentation. Now, what does the Bible have to say? You're calling these guys false teachers. What does the Scripture actually say? First, show me where in the Bible 
should we incorporate a church to begin with? I mean, he said, I think he actually said, well, where do you get in the Bible that a church should not be incorporated? The better question would be, where in the Bible do you find church incorporation? Where in the Bible do you have trustees? Uh, where do you have articles of corporation? Uh, where do you have bank accounts? Where do you find the, and by the way, banks existed during those days. Where do you find all of these things that he's saying? And by the way, his end of the clip, Jason, um, was truly revealing. He said, basically, if you're... 501c3, you can give tax-deductible gifts. You can give a receipt so your people can get tax-deductible gifts, and if they can save money from the IRS, then they can give more money to the church. Well, and if, what's really revealing, he was laughing about that, Pastor. Yeah. So he was saying, yeah, they won't give as much if they can't get the tax deduction. Well, you know what? Keep your stinking wicked gift if you're giving oh. in order to receive something in return. That's something we deal with. It's something we address yes. with the Ecclesiastical Law Center. It's a question that always, without fail, comes up when we're sitting with a uh, pastor or a church who is j new to the issue. Well, how do we get our tax-deductible gifts? Well, I didn't realize that you were giving to God in order to get something back. Isn't that kind of selfish on your part? Well, but we can within we we can within the laws of the land, and so you know we ought to be able to do that. Except for the fact that you're compromising Christ church by doing that and not only that you're giving with the wrong motive and in the new testament we are to give with the proper motive and uh and we're uh anyway well to me his last statements in the audio clip obviously he had a lot more to say but his last statements were so abhorrent folks yeah. i mean we we're fighting skepticism from the world on a regular basis. The Apostle Paul fought it. We are fighting it. Everyone immediately assumes, if you're religious, that you're automatically after the money. And then this idiot gets up, and I, and I hate to say this, because he's a street preacher that's preaching the gospel. And I say kudos to your gospel outreach. Thank you so much, brother, for preaching the gospel. But you idiot, you've just played right into the hands of Satan and the world. You just admitted that it's all about the money. Since when do we ever cater for money? Uh, Jason and I was telling Frank before the break, 80% of the people that visit us and will not come back, it's not because I preach so hard. It's not because they don't love the fellowship. It's not because our folks aren't separated enough. It's because they can't get a tax-deductible gift. Another couple this week, same thing, Jason. The first thing they asked me was, so you gave us our check back. How do we give? Then I said, you have to give cash because we can't. You know, we, we, can't, uh, we can't take checks. We don't have a tax ID number. We're not an employee, an employer. We're not a business. And, and, and I, of course, I was very kind. And they said, so how do we get our tax-deductible gifts? I said, I'm sorry, but you can't get a tax-deductible gift for your giving. They said, we believe in our church that when you give to God, we shouldn't be expecting a return from the government, but instead a reward in eternity, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, nor thieves break through and steal. The IRS may give you a return, but those stinking, dirty, rotten thieves are going to steal it another way. On the other hand, if you give secretly, you give without your right hand knowing what your left hand is doing, you give without expecting anything in return 
physically or monetarily, then there are rewards that God said he'll give you in heaven, where none of these things, thieves, moth, rust, can, or even just plain loss, because you mishandled your money, can, can affect it. Uh, it just, it, what breaks my heart about this, Jason, and I, and I mean this, I really mean this. This is in a church that I looked, well, at least the pastor I looked up to. And I love them. These are brethren. Sure. And, I, and I, can't, I cannot believe how ignorant they are in this area. The Bible talks about the love of money being the root of all evil. And he just basically said the great motivator is money. And he said, well, we said if you don't incorporate, you could be sued. And it's about money again. And if you don't have insurance, well, then you can burn down and you don't, you don't want to have the money to pay for your new building. It's about money again. If you listen to the whole lesson, it's always about money. It's not even about submission to the government because the government, and I don't know how this guy doesn't get it, because he teaches it as if the government requires all these things. But the government doesn't require any of these things. Our country's no. government doesn't expect this out of a church. They, they no. ask if you'd like to volunteer it, and then the churches volunteer it. That's As the it, crazy part. And then they complain when they have to follow the rules and regulations that are set down by that which they followed voluntarily. Yes. So how about you just don't bow to the government to get money, and then you're in a whole lot better position. Yep. Well, uh, the, the, the cop-out in this will be, well, we'll be able to reach more souls. Well, let's think about this for a minute, okay? How sincere is a man in his quest for Christ if he will not seek Christ in a place that he can't get a tax-deductible gift from? I mean, let's think about this. How sincere is a man's quest for Christ if he needs a tax-deductible gift in order to keep him searching for Christ? Isn't that absurd? And for a preacher to think that that is a big motivator for incorporating a church, he is out of his mind. We literally have created shallow, two-inch puddle depth-thinking preachers who don't check anything with the Bible. And it's just disgusting. Well, and that's not... The worst part of it, Pastor, is that they are attempting to make somebody who does not walk lockstep with the world system into somebody that's teaching false doctrine. He yeah. specifically called those who teach against incorporation false teachers. And church yet, incorporation. Or, or, uh, right, church incorporation, false teachers. And yet he did not even use Scripture in his talk, he did actually address a couple of, uh, very, very briefly, a couple of Bible passages, Romans 13 and, and in First Peter. And, uh, and what he said was that essentially they're teaching unconditional submission to the government. Well, we know yeah. that's not true, because in the book of Acts, Peter said we ought to obey God rather than man, and they kept preaching Jesus, even though the authorities that be, the, the uh, powers that be, told them to stop. And they did it anyway. So were they yep. in violation of Scripture when they did that? And the answer to that is an obvious no, and they wouldn't even believe that. And yet, when it comes to church incorporation, they think that, uh, yes, we ought to do this because it's got a number of great benefits, and we've got to follow the government and everything that it tells us to do. And in that, they actually allow the sovereignty of Jesus Christ to be violated within the local church, and that is a very dangerous thing to do. Absolutely. False teachers. Last time I checked in the scriptures, Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1 says, There were 
false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you. Now, the Bible does warn that there will be false teachers, but here's the character trait of a false teacher, who privily, that means secretly, shall bring in damnable heresies. That's heresies that damn the soul, all right? even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Another place in Scriptures, Acts 15, there were false teachers that crept in, and they were teaching that you need to be circumcised in order to be saved. So they were adding to the law. This subject of church incorporation, first of all, we're not doing this in private. We're not hiding anything. All we're saying to the government is, we're a church, and you don't belong in our building. It's not even a hiding thing. We're not secretly doing things here. We're a private entity, a private assembly, if you would, not a public one. And church incorporation, keeping the church simple under the lordship of Jesus Christ, how is that damnable? How is that even adding works to something? In fact, to be incorporated, you have more law, you have more burden and complexity added to the church for the sake of money and protection of liability. Tell me who's the false teacher? Who's the insincere one? What are, I mean, well, they're arguing that we're rebellious because we won't submit to the government. But the government doesn't ask us to submit in this area. So tell me, where's the falsehood here? But they throw these words out, just like the black folks throw out racism and hate and all that. In order, it's buzzwords, basically. Rebellious, self-righteous. And false teachers. And so these young preachers are going to be like, oh, you believe that, huh? Yeah, we don't want to have anything to do with you guys. No facts, no scripture, no authority. Empty. He, and of course, he, you, you brought, brought up another point, Jason. Now, this is not my strong suit. This is Jason's strong suit here. But he said we don't know case law, and yet he cited not one case. Am I, am I mistaking something here, Jason? I heard the whole thing. He cited not one case in his whole presentation. Well, no, that's exactly right. He, in fact, um, he said contrary. I believe somewhere in there he said that uh, there was not case law or something like that. I don't remember. It's a lengthy clip, folks. It's like 30 minutes long, and I did take notes, but I didn't get everything. Um, but the fact is he went through this whole thing without quoting Scripture, except for misquoting it and taking it out of context in First Peter and in uh, Romans chapter 13. Um, and then he didn't give any case law. He didn't give any of the laws behind, you know, he didn't make any sort of defense on any level except to say that the other side was false teachers don't listen to them. And yeah. so what he is, is he is a false teacher. <laughs> I mean, I hate to throw that back at him, but if he's not going to use Scripture to teach biblical principles and instead say these are biblical principles and not back it up with Scripture, there's a serious issue with that. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah, obviously, they'll, they'll just accuse us of not quoting Scripture. So how about this one? Colossians 1.18. It's a simple verse, folks. Everyone should have it memorized. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the first form from the dead. And here's the key, that in all things, all things, all things, he might have the preeminence. When we go to First um, uh, Peter, um, where he quotes that we're to be subject to every ordinance, well, he misses part of that verse. It says, for the Lord's sake. It's for his sake that we do these things. Understand, though, that there are some things because of his sake you can't submit to. And he ought to know that. 
For instance, when it comes to preaching the gospel, this is the one thing that this man, that's his sole focal point, is advocating for those whose freedom of speech has been stepped on in presenting the gospel in public places. Well, you ought to get this. When it comes to the gospel, you can't submit to that ordinance. And there are many ordinances that say you can't preach the gospel, but we must preach the gospel. And yet, essentially, he's telling them that our government, this is how they think, our government is a Christian government, or was, and they would never try to get into your church building and tell you how to run your business. That's how they think. And apparently, even if they do, you ought to do what they say. Well, that's obviously, I don't, well, okay, I, to give him the benefit of the doubt on this one, Jason, I don't think they'll say that, even though well, he did say be it. I don't think they believe they, it. He did say it, but they'll be inconsistent in the end. They'll break vows, yeah. they'll do all sorts of bad things um, sure. by, you know, yeah, no, we want to stay incorporated. And yes, we agree to follow the laws of the legislature, except we don't want to follow the laws of the legislature now. But we still yeah. want our incorporated status. That's a, there's a huge disconnect right there. Absolutely. It's, it's very inconsistent. Okay, so the three things he was missing. Number one, Scripture. Most important aspect. He could not give one scriptural example for the things he taught. Not one. He gave two admonitions that were pulled out of context, but no scriptural example. Number two, no history. History. What men learn yeah, from history right. is they don't learn from history. Come on, guys. It wasn't that long ago in Soviet Russia where there were two types of churches. There was the registered church and there was the unregistered church. Jason, you have had firsthand dealings along with Townsend and uh, Pastor Keith Hoover and uh, Pastor Dan Zyke with the Russian churches in our country who get this issue. Because they came out of Soviet Russia with the idea of having a church that did not have to be registered. They were told by their American brethren to register. They got registered, and then their bishops came over and they said, are you out of your minds? You just did the exact thing that we left Soviet Russia for. You put your church under the government. And when a church was under the government in Soviet Russia, this is a fact, folks. Look at your history. The children were not allowed to come to church in a registered church, number one. Number two, all sermons must be approved by the KGB. They could not, or by the government, the religious authorities. They could not preach whatever they felt like. And the ones who desired to preach whatever they felt like, they were harassed and harried and could not meet in a government-approved building. They had to meet in houses and out in the fields. All of this that this man, Jake Jackson, presents, Jason, he presents in order to protect the physical aspects of their building, their buildings, their liability, and their steady paychecks. The Russian churches understood that none of those were important, but to meet and worship God freely and train their children in the Word of God was more important. They get it. We're dumber than a box of rocks. The churches in China today, Jason, we support a missionary in China, and he's doing a great work, but we can't talk about it too much because if their government finds out what he's doing and if he's growing too much, they'll shut him down. They have to meet in houses. They're not allowed to have a building because the building has to be government approved, and they know better. The registered churches in China cannot preach on certain things, namely the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, because every dictator government that's atheist is threatened by a 
second advent of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. So how in these countries and many others where church incorporation and registered churches do not work and cannot preach freely, how is it that those things happen over there, but somehow we think it will not happen here, we're safe, we've got the Constitution, all we got to do is just take it into court and we'll be fine. How do we even get to that place? Well, I'll tell you this, the... The uh, Chinese and the Russians who come who came over here, um, you know, within the last few decades, have wondered this: have wondered how in the world the churches in the United States of America can voluntarily hand over the sovereignty of Jesus Christ over the church. Here's a question for you, Pastor: If you allow a an inspector to come into your church and to determine and be the final authority over whether or not you get to remain open say, a fire inspection, then who is the authority over that church? Is it Christ? No. Not if you are shutting down or keeping going based on whether or not the fire inspection happened. That's how easily sovereignty can be given away within the local church. Is Christ head over all things in the church, or is he not? That is what the question is. It is a question of authority. And the churches in the United States of America have given that authority willingly over to the government, and they have submitted themselves to an ungodly authority in spiritual things. It's wickedness, and it will not go without being paid back. Absolutely not. This is what they're going to say to what you just said, Jason. Well, that's the law, and if you don't abide by it it's for the safety of the people— um, then you'll have to lose your building, and we can't abide by that. Listen, guys— um, the Lord's Church doesn't have to have a building. All right, now we're not preaching what? that we should go meet in a house, but he doesn't have to have a building. He, you, Why not meet the in a house? I mean, that's a, okay, but the example was they didn't seek any buildings. They weren't looking right. for buildings. They met in the house. We've been blessed to have buildings, and now we're trying to protect the blessings that we have and surrender right. the sovereignty of the Lord Jesus Christ over his church. By the way, if- a lot of... Go ahead. As if we are somehow defenders and uh, and yeah. uh, and able to uh, to defend the church from the government. You know what? Christ yeah. is head of His church. He is able, and He has shown time and time again He is able to defend His own church. In Always. America, I've been there, man. And I guess that's the best way to end this show. God is able. Speaking of ability, Melissa Roxanne comes up next with New World Order Info. You don't want to miss it. We'll see you next week. God bless you.
The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. I would like to tell you about the only truly natural dog and cat food I have found anywhere. Most all companies add a synthetic vitamin mineral pack to their dry or kibble food. Nature's logic is different. With all natural ingredients and nothing man-made added, their owner, Scott Freeman, worked for another pet food company but decided he wanted to do things right. So he started Nature's Logic. You can check them out at natureslogic.com. You will find online and local stores where you can find their products. I spent a lot of time trying to find an all-natural pet food, and Nature's Logic was the only one out there. Give your pets the best and check out naturelogic.com. Your pets will be glad you did. They also have many other natural pet products to try. have a heart condition and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option, you need our emergency heart attack kit. Five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle, strengthen heartbeat, increase circulation, relieve pain, and make breathing easier. When seconds count, you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit. Easy to use and portable in a one-pound compact kit for your purse, briefcase, or car. Call Apothecary Herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit, toll-free, 866-229-3663. That's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom
they now have my brother on it. I'm not a fan of this drug. I don't like big pharma drugs. I don't like over-the-counter drugs. And I learned when my dad was still alive that Lasix ruins the kidneys. So they they put my brother on this Lasix, and it's also known as furosemide or furosemide. And anyway, it does ruin the kidneys. My dad was told for years he needed to be on dialysis, but he never did go on dialysis. And he had heart problems, too, and lots of other problems. But um, So instead of taking Lasix, there's some other drug that will ruin the kidneys or getting it through an IV like my dad did at times. Other times he just took, I don't know if it was pills or tablets. I think probably tablets, but I'm not sure. But he, t- he had a prescription for those, and he would take them at home. And when he would walk around, you know, on a daily basis with 50 pounds of excess water in his body, which is extremely dangerous and can easily kill a person. And so, you know, instead of going and going into the hospital and, and then pumping Lasix into him through an IV, he would just double up on his medicine and things like that. So he suffered for years and years with this. But instead of doing all that and ruining one's kidneys, you know, this is something I would try to get rid of this accumulation of fluid. Um, and, and this woman found the way to do that because she accidentally discovered it was, I'm sure, due, or I would think, due to our Heavenly Father, you know, causing this to happen. But she accidentally drank something that caused her to pass this large amount of crisp crystal clear urine, and then she realized what she had drank accidentally that had caused this, and so she tried it again, and every time she drank this, she was able to pass all of this crystal clear fluid, you know, in her urine out of her body instead of it accumulating in her body like it did in my dad, and after three weeks of this, she was totally healed. After three weeks of doing this. So that is how simple it can be. So I have to say, check with your doctor, your licensed medical practitioners, etc. Check with your vet if it's a, a cat with these problems. And you might want to try some of these, you know, things in the book or whatever. Or whatever animal it is. Uh, check with them and do the research on all of these things. About all of these things or whatever you read or hear about on AVR or elsewhere, etc. So, um, also, this same type of fluid that the woman drank also healed things. A doctor tried it on his other patients, and it healed people that had other ailments, like heart disease, and they were retaining fluid due to that, or kidney blockage, and they couldn't urinate. Um, Bleeding from the urinary system was quickly halted. Stones and gravel, like kidney stones, and gravel, sometimes they're called crystals when it comes to animals like cats. Those were cured. Um, diseases of the bladder and urethra, urethra, I'm sorry, were healed. Rheumatism and acute gout vanished. Even in some cases of diabetes were healed. And in some cases it took longer if they were severe cases, but it worked if used faithfully. 
And the doctor, Dr. Ram, called it his wonder cure. So if you want to know about that, hopefully you can go find it in the audio archives. So if it's not there, if the week on my show in the beginning does not say, um, July 4th would be the date, 2016. That means it has not been uploaded. I haven't checked yet. Hopefully it has been. Just remember to rename the show before you save the show and put the date on it so that you'll be able to keep that show and listen to it or keep it for as long as you'd like and listen to it. Okay, so in some cases, this this uh, substance that the woman drink calls nausea, and in that case, the doctor, Dr. Ram, gave it in enemas instead. So if you want to hear about more about all that, go listen to my show from last week on July 4th, 2016. And audio archives under New World Order Info at TheAmericanVoice.com. Just go to the audio archives section and look for that. You can uh, play it or you can download it to your hard drive. All right, so now I'm going to start out where we left off last week. Around the same time, this Dr. Ram of Preetz, Germany, was experimenting with this kidney treatment. Dr. Eisenberg of Hamburg was obtaining similar results, as reported by one of Eisenberg's patients. And uh, here is the info about that. About nine years ago, in 1897, I began to suffer from a very disagreeable feeling of pressure in the region of the bladder, which increased to an intense pain through excitement or depression. In the course of the next few years, This state very slowly became worse until in 1906, violent pains appeared in the right ureter. At the same time, the pain in the bladder suddenly increased considerably. My physician diagnosed an inflammation of both organs, but none of those I consulted were able to give any relief, meaning none of the doctors consulted. And it's time to take a break, so we'll hear more about this on the other side and what this person did. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more New World Order info on TheAmericanVoice.com.
Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. I would like to tell you about the only truly natural dog and cat food I have found anywhere. Most all companies add a synthetic vitamin mineral pack to their dry or kibble food. Nature's logic is different. With all natural ingredients and nothing man-made added, their owner, Scott Freeman, worked for another pet food company but decided he wanted to do things right. So he started nature's logic you can check them out at natureslogic.com you will find online and local stores where you can find their products i spent a lot of time trying to find an all-natural pet food and nature's logic was the only one out there give your pets the best and check out natureslogic.com your pets will be glad you did they also have many other natural pet products to try Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
right, welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and it is my live show tonight on Monday, July 11th, 2016. And you can go to theamericanvoice.com and check out all the different things there. You can join us in the chat room. And uh, I'm trying to make it easier for y'all to find this video I was telling you about earlier. And it is on the Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando. And I know Dallas, you know, the shooting there has happened since then. I just haven't had time to look into that much. I have looked into it some. And I do believe there are crisis actors involved with both of those events with Dallas, the shooting there of the cops and all that, and the Pulse nightclub shooting. So I'm not saying people didn't get killed. I don't know if they got killed or not. They probably did, at least in Dallas. Um, but, you know, even so, they could be manipulating things and using crisis actors, and I believe they were. Um, and I've I've had a chance to watch several videos about the Pulse nightclub shooting, and I found a really good one I wanted to share with you. I'm going to be adding more and letting you know about more of those and about Dallas, too, that event. Um, but that you can go watch for yourself and see, you know, the truth that people have found. And they've found these crisis actors, their names and footage of them, um, you know, on their own social media or websites or whatever, what, whatever the case is. And you can see them. Um, one of the ladies, I hate to even call her that word lady, but one woman who was featured in the Pulse nightclub shooting on television, you know, the coverage of that, she pretended, I believe, pretended to lose her son she pretended that her son was one of those killed, you know, in Orlando at this nightclub. And you can see her doing, she submitted some footage to be on the show on television called Wheel of Fortune, I believe was the one. And in the video, I've seen her, you know, talk about why she wants to be on Wheel of Fortune and all this stuff. So she's another actor faking you know, and, and getting paid to do it so that they can try to come and take people's guns or at least attempt to. And um, but I believe they're pulling off all these things for that and for other agendas of theirs, their New World Order agenda. So um, I used to have a YouTube channel, and I still do, and I haven't been active on it for a long time. But um, the reason why is because all my videos disappeared. Well, I was able to to get them back, and so now I'm going to be posting more videos on there. So I did, a, you know, I posted a favorite to the video. I put it on a playlist, actually. And I haven't gotten but one video in that playlist yet because I'll, I'll have to add the other ones later that I've already seen that I want to add but and some others. But so far, I've just got that one I would like you to see. And the rest are going to be old videos that I've had on my account for years and stuff like that. So if you want to go to that, you can go to, um, you can go to, let's see here, the easiest way. You can look for this. Um, 
go to youtube.com and then once you get to youtube.com they're going to have a forward slash at the end and you can just uh, type in user after that forward slash the word user u-s-e-r another forward slash and then it's just n-w-o info radio live one word n-w-o info radio live I tried searching for it when you can browse channels on YouTube, and for some reason I can't get it to come up. You might have, you know, an easier time. So you could try that looking for New World Order Info Live, Radio Live, but it's just NWO, the abbreviation for New World Order. So it's NWO Info Radio Live. And uh, once you get to my channel, you'll see the name of this, this YouTube video which is called, I'll just tell you if you don't want to bother going to my channel and you just want to type it in, you know, to YouTube or go to a search engine and look for it. It's called a, To Catch a Crisis Actor. And then it has a space and a hyphen and another space. And it says Orlando Massacre Hoax Hero. And the hero is in quotes. So you can go to the chat room. I have posted it in there as well. That would enable you to easily click on it and watch it too. Again, the video is named To Catch a Crisis Actor. And then there's a space and a hyphen and a space. Orlando Massacre Hoax Hero. And the hero is in quotes, quotation marks. So you'll go there and learn about one of these, these crisis actors that was heavily featured all over the news on television. And you can go look up his profile as an actor on the website imdb.com, which is the name, the abbreviation for Internet Movie Database, where you can go look up, you know, actors and movies and TV shows and things like that, I believe. So his name is, according to this anyway, I don't know, because these actors have, you know, different names a lot of the time fake names, etc., or they've changed their name. But according to this, it says that he goes by the, the name Bjorn Jiskut Jr. So you'll go, and if you watch the video, and you'll see the truth right there in black and white, that this guy is an actor. And there's other actors that were used in that Pulse nightclub event, too. Like the woman who supposedly lost her child, you know, claiming he was shot and everything. And she's on there, you know, acting like she's crying. I don't know if she had tears or not. I can't remember. Most of the time, these people that are supposedly crying, they won't even shed a tear. Um, I did see a lady shed a tear in a video recently. I forget which one it was about. That was, you know, it could have been Dallas. I think it, yeah, it was Dallas. It was a lady in there. And I did see a tear come out, actually. But she had a tissue in her hand. Now, I don't know if it was a real tear or not, but a lot of these people you'll see that are actors, they could be, you know, they could be uh, psychopaths, sociopaths, etc. And those those people are mimickers. They mimic, you know, because they don't have those type of emotions. They don't feel sad and things like that. So they have to just fake it and mimic what real people do. So, anyway, uh, the lady that 
applied for to be on Wheel of Fortune that claims she lost her child at the this Orlando shooting. She's on there in the middle of this fake crying, saying, "We'll do something about the assault weapons or something to this effect." Right? I mean, you can just totally see through their agenda with all this stuff. So, if you want to show a great video to people that aren't even awake or people that are awake that maybe thought that they didn't use actors and it was a for real, you know, everything was above board and just like the government told us and the TV tells us and all that in Dallas. I'm sorry, not in Dallas, in uh, Orlando. Go watch this video to catch a crisis actor. And you could probably just type that in and find the video to catch a crisis actor. I would give you the name of the YouTube account, but it's it doesn't even make any sense. And I've not, you know, I might have watched one or two videos from this channel. Um, okay. Anyway, it's hard to, to tell what it says. It looks like, uh, I warn you before something eight. I don't know. It's hard to read the, the name of the channel. So just type in the video is to catch a crisis actor, Orlando Massacre Hoax Hero, and you will find it. It's 14 minutes and 23 seconds long. You can go see it for yourself. And uh, I also put it on my Twitter account. So I'll tell you about more about that on my next show. I'm going to start, you know, using that more, tweeting, and then that way if you want to look me up on Twitter, you can go there and I'll... I'll start tweeting again. All right, so I'm going to get back into the book now that I've been reading from, Miracle Medicine Foods by Rex Adams, and uh, get started about the Miracle Medicine Foods for kidney, bladder, and urinary problems and pick up where we left off with that. Okay, so I told you about all these remarkable healings that took place in people. On my last show, and in the beginning of this show, and so around the same time that Dr. Ram in Preetz, Germany, was experimenting with this kidney treatment, Dr. Eisenberg of Hamburg was obtaining similar results as reported by one of Eisenberg's patients. So I'm going to get back into that. Um, about nine years ago, in 1897, I began to suffer from a very disagreeable feeling of pressure in the region of the bladder, which increased to an intense pain through excitement or depression. In the course of the next few years, this state very slowly became worse until in 1906, violent pains appeared in the right ureter. At the same time, the pain in the bladder suddenly increased considerably. My physician diagnosed an inflammation of both organs, but none of those I consulted were able to give any relief. The urine showed pus, sometimes in considerable quantities. In 1905, sometime before these last symptoms developed, others had appeared, which consisted of severe pains in the small of the back. They tormented me constantly, and often I could not fall asleep. Cold rubs and liniments only brought a temporary improvement. The pain
pains constantly increased during the spring of 1906 and muscular rheumatism set in. This was so violent that I could hardly wash myself in the morning and evening. Rubbings with water and plasters hardly brought any relief. These various ailments finally became so very bad that I was never free from pains, and they increased constantly in violence. At this time, in the summer of 1906, the tea of ripe bean pods was recommended to me. So I sent for five pounds of bean pods. I began the treatment according to directions. I did not have to wait long for results. Large masses of uric acid crystals and albuminous matter were excreted, and that initiated a decrease of pain in the bladder and kidneys. The pain in the bladder disappeared entirely in about three weeks. The muscular rheumatism also diminished in the next few weeks and disappeared entirely in seven or eight weeks. I was soon entirely free from my very great sufferings and have not had any trouble since, as I have been using the tea off and on. The enormous excretion of uric acid crystals during the use of the tea was really remarkable. They often covered the bottom of the night vessel, meaning, you know, the little pot that people used to go to the bathroom in, probably, at that time. Uh, Dr. Ram said that bean pod water must be freshly made and taken the same day as it is prepared. If more than 24 hours old, when used, he reported, it causes diarrhea. Dr. Ram suggested that beans picked from the garden be used immediately to make a decoction from the sliced pods without the beans. So it's the pods, not the beans themselves that are cooked in the water. The beans themselves have no value for this healing. So boil two ounces of the pods, and they used kidney bean pods, and the ones I told you about in my last show. So two ounces of kidney bean pods, fresh from the garden, would be the very best, of course, grown organically with no, you know, chemical fertilizers or pesticides, no Roundup or any of that junk. And... um it says here, boil two ounces of the pod slowly in four quarts of hot water for four hours. Then filter the liquid through a fine muslin and store in a cool place for eight hours. After eight hours, strain again with muslin, slowly and carefully. Too many fibers in the fluid can cause intestinal upset. It is then ready. Dose, one glassful every two hours. Used thus, says Dr. Ram, the, the remedy is completely harmless and can be used indefinitely with excellent results. It drains out pounds of excess fluid. And when my dad did go in the hospital to have this fluid drained off, he would be there, you know, for days. And that, you know, the amount of bills that causes and, and the, you know, medical bills that that entails to do that. So instead of having to go in the hospital, risking getting infection, risking getting, you know, type, catching some kind of disease or getting MRSA, which can kill you, or getting sepsis, getting blood poisoning, or whatever the case may be, you know, and just having to go in the hospital and go through all that, 
how much easier would it be just to get some kidney beans with the pods on them still and to try this remedy? I mean, that's something I would be willing to try in a heartbeat if I had that problem. So there's a lot of problems that it has healed, too, like I said, not just the excess fluid, but lots of other problems. If you go back and listen to this show tonight, you'll hear about all the things that it healed. Okay, so here is some reported results. Here are some reported results. Mrs. B.D. writes, I developed kidney trouble six weeks ago. The doctor kept giving me antibiotics, but my kidney trouble wouldn't clear up. I went to the third doctor, and he told me to come back for tests and x-rays. He found a kidney stone and diabetes. My sugar count was 326. He said I must have an operation if the stone didn't move. When I got home, I started taking the bean pod tea. I drank a quart a day. Two weeks later, when I went back to the doctor, my stone was gone. And my sugar count was 128 instead of 326. He said, you're well. I no longer had a stone nor diabetes. He was as surprised as I. At no time was I given any medication for diabetes. Nowadays, they'll put you on the medicine right away, immediately. They won't wait, you know, for a couple weeks later or something. Uh, Mr. D.S. writes, My wife has had kidney problems for years. I prepared a liquid from the plant, taking care to strain and restrain the fluid since any extra particles of suspended matter might play havoc with a weaker digestive system. After letting it stand eight hours, I told my wife to consume an eight-ounce glass every hour. She said the stuff tasted awful and made a lot of faces. But you know what? The concoction worked. Her urine appeared crystal clear after she drank the juice, and she has reported no kidney pain or problems in the kidney area since. So this is something given to us by our Heavenly Father, no doubt about it. Um, a, you know... A plant, the pods that the beans are in, the kidney beans. And it's a miraculous cure that many people have gone through, you know, and experienced that have had these health problems for years and years. And it's healed them in no time. Okay, here's another one. Mrs. T.D. writes, I had dropsy, and now it's an accumulation of fluid in the tissues. I had dropsy for several years and was taking dropsy pills for swelling and fluid. Like my dad, you know, they put him on furosemide, also known as Lasix, L-A-S-I-X. It ruined his kidneys. Then he needed to go on dialysis. Okay, instead, this person, they were on some kind of pills for swelling and fluid. Then it says, I started cooking these red kidney bean pods, boiling them, and drinking the water. I began the treatment according to directions. I did not have to wait long for results. Seems I passed large quantities of urine real often and some gravel. I continued taking the bean water for about two and a half weeks. And within two weeks, I had no sign of dropsy, no accumulated fluid in the tissues, no excess fluid in the body. The swelling had left my legs and ankles. The fluid above my stomach had also left. How I wish I had known about this and could have convinced my dad to try it. I would have gone to his house and did it, you know, gotten the stuff and done it, and instead drink it. Because this is something that, to me, 
You know, I mean, I could, I could try at least I could get that far. Then it would be up to him to drink it or not drink it. But I would have definitely tried it if I'd have known about this at the time. And unfortunately, I did not have this book at the time. Another one, Miss KB writes, my urethra had been swollen for years. I've been to Duke Hospital and my own hospital and another one. They cut and treated, but nothing helped. I planted the beans, which is smart to do. We should all probably plant these in case we need this healing or somebody else we know does. I planted the beans and drank tea made with them for three weeks and I've never had such results. It took out the swelling all over the body and it was equal to a good laxative. Several swollen friends are going to plant some. They are desperate and glad to hear about it. And by the way, I told you last week, you know, stock up on seeds. Get seeds while you can. Well, I did. I took my own advice and got a whole bunch of them over the weekend, and you can do the same. So get them now while you can and get them at the end of the season, you know, when the prices go down. But don't wait till then. Get them now. And try to get good deals on them now, which is what I did. Um, so if you want to know where I went, I went to Dollar Tree, and I just happened to be in there, and I just happened to find those seeds without even going in there, you know, to look for them. I was looking for potting soil, and when I did, I found the seeds instead. They were marked down 10 for a dollar. Almost every package I got was heirloom seeds, so check it out, Dollar Tree. All right, we'll be back with another hour. Don't go anywhere.
and emergency rooms and medical doctors are not an option, you need our emergency heart attack kit. Five concentrated liquid formulas enter the system in 60 seconds to protect your heart muscle, strengthen heartbeat, increase circulation, relieve pain, and make breathing easier. When seconds count, you want all the help you can get with our emergency heart attack kit. Easy to use and portable in a one-pound compact kit for your purse, briefcase, or car. Call Apothecary Herbs now for your emergency heart attack kit, toll free, 866-229-3663, that's 866-229-3663, international callers dial 704-875-8010, or order online at the 3 wsthepowerherbscom Countries have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for one four. $49.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
you know, different crisis actors, I believe. I've seen some things about that involved in the Dallas shooting and the one in Orlando at the Pulse nightclub as well. So I told you before the break, if you want to go watch that one video that I think, you know, is excellent in exposing the truth about these actors that are being used in these events they're having, you know, all these shootings and they're just occurring left and right because, you know, their agenda is to try to soon, well, to, to try to ban guns, you know, to try to make them illegal, you know, as many as possible and and they're calling them assault rifles and assault weapons. They did that at Sandy Hook, you know. They Obama usurper got out there and claimed that the gun used in Sandy Hook was an assault rifle and and all the stuff in it. For one thing, it was in the trunk. It wasn't even used, if anything was even used there, you know. Probably people can't believe it, but a lot of times it, it could just be that they're just faking all this stuff using a bunch of actors, which they do. I mean, it's been proven that they do. They use a lot of times the same crisis actors in multiple different events, okay? And so it's been proven they use crisis actors at Sandy Hook. It's been proven they use crisis actors in the Boston bombing, marathon bombing. And, you know, I call it bombing, but I don't believe any real bombs even were set off there. You know, and just on and on these things have been proven Sandy Hook is really Sandy Hoax. So, I don't really know if anybody died. A lot of times I think people aren't really dying unless maybe somebody that knows too much or something they had to dispose of or something. But a lot of the times, you know, we're not seeing bodies. And even if we did, like I told y'all on, you know, one of my latest shows, even if they show us bodies, they've got the best. They've got the very best people in Holly Weird, whatever you want to call it. You know, and working for the CIA, the NSA, the FBI, all these people that can just do all kind of special effects. They can give people new identities, new faces. They've done head transplants. They've done, and that's just what they're letting us know they've done, okay? They can do all kind of things, and they can fake, you know, they could use clones. You may not believe that they're doing that, but why wouldn't they? If they have the capability to clone people, which they do, and they've been cloning animals. They've been telling us they've been cloning animals for a very long time. They've A lot of people have even claimed to clone people already, okay? Anyway, they are doing it. I'm telling you, they're doing it. Believe it or don't believe it. Keep your head in the sand and deny it. Be in a state of denial. Live that way. But while you're, you know, you've got your head in the sand, I've checked it out, I've researched it, and so have a lot of other people. They are doing this, and we are in the last days. And with CERN and everything going on with CERN, I'm going to be doing some shows. I'm going to be posting some videos. I'm going to be letting you know. I was listening to Pastor Dan Catlin's show. Um, I forget which one it was because he has two different shows on Thursdays. But one of those shows he had a frequent, you know, I guess it's been on frequently. And I think it's Sure Word Prophecy or something like that. It's a website. But anyway, that man came on and talked about this tunnel. And he talked about this satanic, you know, ritual ceremony that went on for hours. And it was on television. I know it was on Russia Today RT for sure. And 
and who knows where else. But they had these world leaders there, a lot of them, and they did this very satanic, very occult ceremony there. And he talked about it. Well, I had already seen the video. He was telling people to go watch. And it's all tied into CERN and to the end times that we live in. Um, they're doing all these things, I believe, and a lot of people do believe, to bring in the Antichrist who Satan is going to possess. The Bible tells us that, that these things are going to happen. The Bible tells us, you know, Satan is going to take over the body of the Antichrist. So they're, I believe, using CERN, this Hadron Collider, they're claiming to be trying to recreate the Big Bang which is just a theory, you know, and I don't believe, you know, in evolution and all their other lives, but they're claiming that that's what they're trying to do is recreate the the Big Bang and and all this stuff about finding the God particle and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but anyway, I don't know how many of you have heard about the Mandela effect. I plan to talk about that too in the future, but you know, if you haven't looked into it or whatever, you need to start looking into the Mandela effect. Some people are calling it other things, like the quantum effect. Um, and there's a computer that they're using to do many of these things as well. Um, so I want to talk about these things on some shows in the future, but you need to start looking into these things to do a CERN and the Mandela effect, what some are also referring to as the quantum effect. And you may have heard about it. I'm sure a lot of you have, and a lot of you have been researching these things about the tunnel, about CERN, about the Mandela effect, also known as the quantum effect, etc. But if you haven't, you need to start looking into it. And things are happening. Okay, things are happening that are really strange. And I, I think it could definitely be part of the great delusion and... You know, you have to use discernment and research these things and pray about them and read the Bible and all that. But weird, weird things are happening. And uh, these things are talked about in the Bible as well. So I'm going to talk about these things more on future shows, but please look into it. You can go to YouTube.com and see a great many wonderful videos about different things like this, about CERN and you know, the Mandela effect. The Mandela effect, it was coined that by a woman who was, you know, I don't like a lot of things this woman was into um, because I think she was into the occult. But this is how it got the name. And a lot of people have, you know, said it's not even a good name for it. But it's because she claims that people, you know, some people remember Nelson Mandela dying years ago. And then other people remember him dying recently. The same thing happened with Muhammad Ali. You can go to YouTube and see videos posted saying Muhammad Ali has died and this video was made in memoriam to him. And no, I don't think it's just a crazy person that came up with it and posted a fake video about him fakely dying. I believe, you know, People thought he had died, it was announced that he had died in the media all over the world, and it's happened three times now. So they made videos in tribute to him, and you can still go and find some of those videos on YouTube when he supposedly died years ago. 
these kind of weird things are happening, okay? And so that's just one of the things. But they supposedly it's because some people have memories of Nelson Mandela dying years ago. Some people had memories of him dying, you know, more recently. That's how it got the name, the Mandela Effect. But other things have changed and have been happening. So, including changes to the King James Version of the Bible, which is mind-blowing. And I have looked into it, not just looking into, you know, a Bible online. that I, I use Bibles online, and I use actual physical hard copy Bibles, right? And I use the King James Version. So I looked on the online Bibles to certain, you know, looked for certain verses. Those verses have been changed. So then I went and looked in several different Bibles that I have and Frank has, and and uh, I looked in four different ones that were King James versions. Every single one of them had the same changes. And this is probably being done due to CERN. You know, what they're doing with CERN could be causing these things. Anyway, I don't know how many of you have heard of it, but if you haven't heard of it or, you know, you think I'm crazy, there's going to be people out there that, you know, love the King James Bible and read the only the King James Bible and they don't like other Bible versions. Like, I don't either. You know, I I prefer to use the King James. And they're going to be in denial and they're going to, Say, there's no way that my actual Bible at home. I mean, I've I've told I told a person this over, I don't know when it was a few days ago, um, and I tried to tell them and explain about the Mandela effect and how the King James version of the Bible, their own personal Bible, to look into it, to look at these verses and to see and to watch some videos, you know, to be introduced to the subject, et cetera, or just to do a search online and to type in. You know, Mandela, the Mandela effect, in quotes, and then King James Version, KJV, you know, Bible changes or something like that. And you can get a list of these changes and look them up yourself in your very own, own King James Version Bible at home or wherever, anybody's Bible. They'll be changed. Um, other Bible versions have also, you know, undergone some changes, but... They've already changed long ago, you know, when they were printed. They changed the meanings and they changed words of the King James Version Bible, et cetera, to those new verses, you know, had changed. But even those, some of them have changed since all this weird stuff's been happening. So, yeah, look into it. Don't just think that I'm crazy, I'm a conspiracy theorist, I'm nuts. I mean, you can think that, that's fine. It won't be the first time I've been called those things or people have told me that I'm wrong or I'm crazy because that happens quite often but you know look into it do the research because you have to research things you can't just be in denial and not even look at them and, and to- be a total skeptic or refuse to investigate things you know you need to look into them so anyway look into these things then start looking up those bible verses and you can use your own personal bibles now I'm talking about the King James Version. For instance, when it talks about the lion and the lamb, you know, um, they've changed the word from, I don't know who, probably Satan and his minions, you know, through CERN, probably. 
But instead of it saying the lion and the lamb, now it says the wolf and the lamb, for instance. That's just one of the, the changes, this huge mind-blowing change that's happening. And there's people all over the world that are taking note of these things and that are researching these things that are, you know, total Bible-believing Christians that are born again in Christ. And they're seeing these things are happening in their own actual physical King James Version Bibles at their own homes. And a lot of them are finding out all the things that have changed. And then they're going into those Bibles that have been changed. And they're, you know, making notes of what it used to say. You know, and I'm not saying the Word of God has been changed. But those physical Bibles are physical things in this material universe. And yes, they have changed because I've seen it with my own eyes. I've showed it to Frank. I went and got several Bibles, and I showed him, because he needs to know this is happening, as do all of you. And if you're not born again in Christ, then I hope that you will soon get that way, because I believe we're already in the days of tribulation. You can think I'm crazy if you want, but I believe it's already started. We're already in the tribulation, I believe. I could be wrong about it, and no one knows when Jesus is going to come back. The Bible tells us that. No one knows, but I believe it's going to happen in a, in a short amount of time, you know. And I don't know the actual day or the hour, but I believe it's going to happen indefinitely in my lifetime. Now, I could be wrong, wrong about that, but I don't think I am. I do think we're in the last days and all the signs are there. That we are in the last days like it was in the time of Noah and the time of Lot. They were messing around with DNA back then and... You, you know, there's these myths and there's different things and pictures and stuff you can look up about half man, half beast and things like this, satyrs and all kind of different things. And I believe they were doing that back then. And that is why I think a, a huge part of why our Heavenly Father caused the Great Flood to happen, to wipe out these beings. And uh, Noah and, and his family that were on the ark, their DNA was not messed up, it was not corrupted in that manner, etc. And so they were saved, their lives were saved, and, they, and Noah listened to God, built the ark, like he said, and it rained for 40 days and 40 nights and flooded the earth. And, you know, then we have the rainbow to commemorate that God has promised to us that he will never flood the entire earth again. Yet, the Sodomites have, you know, used usurped that rainbow symbol, and I was listening to another show with Pastor Ernie Sanders on ABR, and I heard him talking about the rainbow and how the sodomites have, you know, taken the rainbow and changed the rainbow and the different things that he was talking about to do with that. So anyway, you can learn a lot just by listening to different shows on ABR about things that are going on, you know, CERN and the tunnel, the Mandela Effect. The rainbows, these crisis actors, these false flag events, so many different things. You know, and you might just hear a little little something somebody mentions on a show for a second or two or a minute. And that can lead you to start researching different things. And then you can look more heavily into it because a lot of times people just don't have the time to go into great depth about different things. Maybe they're a guest on a show and they only have, you know, 30 minutes to talk or less. And the host is talking, and there's commercials and different things going on. So, you know, 
start writing things down. Get a pad and a paper or get your laptop or your notebook or your computer and get, you know, a notepad, a word pad open or something. And when you hear something that sparks your interest or that, you know, you think you need to look into, write it down and start researching it. And it's good to write it down, too, in case your computer glues things and, and it shuts off or something. And then what you had open, you haven't saved it, and you lose it. That's happened to me many times. I'm sure it's happened to all of you. You can also save things into an email or something like that to keep it, you know, and send it to yourself. I've done that, too. So there's all these different things you can do. Anyway, if, in case you didn't see or hear me talk about it, you can go look up To Catch a Crisis Actor, and it's the name of the video on YouTube.com. To Catch a Crisis Actor, Orlando Massacre Hoax Hero is the name of it, and I would like for y'all to watch it. And... You can easily come to the chat room and just click on the link to see it. Um, it's going to be, and it is posted on my YouTube channel. I just posted it, um, uploaded it, not uploaded, but, you know, put it onto a playlist, which there's only one video on it because I'm going to add more, but I didn't have time to do it yet. Um, but I'm going to be adding more to that playlist, and, you know, it, it's going to tell you the truth and show you. And there was more than one crisis actor used in this Orlando massacre, you know, so-called massacre, at the Pulse nightclub. And Pulse is one of those words that the, I, uh, the, the government, the powers that be, are using Pulse. They're also using, okay, that's a term they're using like this year, Pulse. They're also using one like, uh, we all need to come together, 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 you know, all these together. Because I think, you know, that's because of the whole one world order under the Antichrist is coming. So they want to supposedly bring us all together so they can have this happen. Okay, we'll be back. We'll talk more about health and stuff on the other side. Don't go anywhere.
I would like to tell you about the only truly natural dog and cat food I have found anywhere. Most all companies add a synthetic vitamin mineral pack to their dry or kibble food. Nature's logic is different. With all natural ingredients and nothing man-made added, their owner, Scott Freeman, worked for another pet food company but decided he wanted to do things right. So he started Nature's Logic. You can check them out at natureslogic.com. You will find online and local stores where you can find their products. I spent a lot of time trying to find an all-natural pet food, and Nature's Logic was the only one out there. Give your pets the best and check out natureslogic.com. Your pets will be glad you did. They also have many other natural pet products to try. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now.
welcome back to New World Order Info, and I'm Melissa Roxanne. It's the last part of my live show tonight on Monday, July 11th, 2016, and you're still listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can join us in the chat room, and there's some people in there right now, so come in and join us. If you have not registered for our new chat room, you need to do that. It's very easy to do. You just need to... Pick a username, and you'll have to put in your actual email address so that, you know, somebody can't pretend to be you. That has happened before. So, you know, Frank made it so that you have to use an actual email address and then receive a link to click on in order to activate your chat room account. That's all there is to it. You know, you just put in your whatever name as far as it asks for your real name. You don't really have to put your real name, but you do have to give us a real email address, and that's because we want to prevent people pretending to be other people. So we don't care if you use your real name in the chat room or you ever tell us your real name or whatever. Um, I go by my name in the chat room. Um, Frank just puts Frank, and I put Melissa Roxanne, you know, so it's up to you what kind of username you want to choose and all that. But it's very simple. So, you know, we may not be able to communicate very much longer. You know, who knows when all these things are going to happen. And look what's going on around the world. Look what's going on in so many different places. Um, Venezuela, for example. You know, look what's happened in Greece. And look what's happened in Cyprus. And look what's going on with Brexit and all these different changes taking place and then there's CERN and there's the Mandela effect and you know there's that tunnel that they built and all these you know diabolical demonic satanic things going on and then you have usurper as I call him you know the the so-called president who really never was even qualified to be the president of the United States, and he announces that, I think it's the White House Correspondents' Dinner or something like that, um, you know, he announced at the last one that the end of the republic has never looked so good or so great, you know, words to that effect. Then you have Queen Elizabeth saying last Christmas was going to be the last Christmas. So I don't know if it's going to be the last Christmas or not. I don't even celebrate Christmas or Pagan holidays, Frank and I do not, but, you know, all these things are adding up. There's all kinds of predictive programming, too, in the Simpsons television show where they showed Prince being murdered, for instance. They showed all kind of other things that have happened long before they happened. You know, and then 9-11, look at all the things that happened that were predictive programming, you know, that... They showed us long before 9-11-2001 took place. And our Heavenly Father tells us what's going to happen in the Bible. He tells us all these things, you know, because He knows what's going to happen. He knew it before anything ever did happen. And He sees time in a different way. He experiences time in a different way than we can. And he knows all these things that are going to happen. And I believe Satan also has to tell us things that are going to happen before they happen. 
So that's what they, it seems he chooses to use is a lot of times sci-fi or movies or books or, you know, whatever it is, um, different hints and things like that, or just blatantly coming out and saying, you know, things that they're doing, and they put it in these sci-fi shows or movies, uh, like that movie, The Host. But they'll put in, they'll sprinkle in a little bit of truth a lot of the time, or a lot of truth, but then they'll put a bunch of lies in there to confuse and confound you, because Satan is the author of confusion. And, you know, he's the father of all lies. So he's not going to tell you the truth. He might give you some a little bit of truth, but he's going to put in the lies, too. Anyway, so all these things are happening. And, and okay, look at all the cloning shows that are out there on sci-fi. One of them is Orphan Black, for instance. And, yeah, that show does have a lot of uh, sodomite stuff in there. But they talk about cloning as if it's nothing. You know, it's just an everyday thing going on. These people have been cloned, and there'll be, you know, five or six different people that look like the same person. Now, their face looks the same, but their hair may be different, things like that. That's what they show on that show, for instance. And I know you can see it. It's a BBC show, and I know Netflix has it, for one thing. Or you can go to BBC.com probably and find it there. But um, Frank and I watched a lot of those shows on, or, you know, Orphan Black shows. But um, they do talk about cloning, but they, they they don't talk about the implications really very much. It's just more like, you know, it's a show where they show, yeah, people are being cloned. But, you know, what they'll do is, you know, like back in the day with the Disney movies, they would have like two twins or an actress playing two twins or something like that. And, you know, like Lindsay Lohan back in the day when she was a little girl and would play two parts or something like that. And they'll do that with these so-called clones, but it will be the same actress, actor, whatever you want to call it, doing this, you know, playing the parts of all these different people that are these clones. So anyway, they're they're showing that, you know, some truth anyway about cloning is happening. They're putting it out there. It's in the sci-fi shows. They talk about Stargates. They talk about time travel. I'm saying in different shows and things like that, you know, everything from Star Trek, you know, to later shows, sci-fi shows and things like that and movies. They talk about body snatching happening, like invasion of the body snatchers. Okay, look at the movie They Live. They talked about people's bodies being snatched back then. Rod, Roddy Piper, Roddy Roddy Piper, died pretty recently, and it could be, who knows why, but he did say before he died that that movie, They Live, was, um, let me think of what he, he called it a documentary. He said, They Live was or is a documentary. Do you think he was joking about that? He wasn't. I know it was kind of a cheesy movie, but at the same time, it was a very mind-blowing movie where they did tell a lot of truth, and they showed subliminal messages in books and billboards, magazines, things like that. And, you know, in that movie, you had to put on these sunglasses in order to see things that others could not see. 
Well, the Bible talks about how, you know, you, some people have scales over their eyes, and some people can see, and other people cannot see the things like I talk about, for instance, and others talk about an AVR, et cetera, or you try to tell people, and they cannot see it. And it also says you have to have the ears to hear. So some people can be awake and they still will be in denial about a lot of different things and they don't want to admit to themselves that people are being cloned or it scares them and they don't want to admit it or they don't want to look into it, you know, because of what they might find. And I think that's the case with most people that aren't awake. They're they're scared. They don't want to go against society. They don't want to be different. They want to go with the herd mentality. They want to be part of the herd. And so they will not question authority figures or they will not question what they hear or see or read or they're told. You know, I could sit there and talk to them about the Mandela effect or whatever and they'll just ignore it or tune me out, walk away, call me crazy, call me a conspiracy theorist. They won't look into it. And then you have people that are awake that are aware of a lot of the things that you hear about on AVR and other alternative media. And they'll do the same thing when it comes to a certain subject, like cloning or the Mandela effect or CERN, or maybe they just haven't looked into it. They don't know what's going on and they don't care and they're not going to, they're going to be apathetic about it. But I'm trying to tell you, you know, if you haven't looked into these things, you need to start. You need to be, informed and fully informed and do the research on these different things. It's not just, you know, something that's not important. It's extremely important to look into these things. So please do that. Look into the King James Version of the Bible that has been changed. These Bible verses have been changed. And it is mind-blowing. But we know, you know, our Heavenly Father knows what's going to happen, and He tells us who wins in the end, and that is those who are born again in Christ. And our Heavenly Father wins, and He defeats Satan. He defeats the Antichrist. He defeats the New World Order. He defeats the evil in the world. And uh, Satan will be locked up for a thousand years, and then after the thousand years are up, he will be released for a short time, and then he is going to the lake of fire which was created for him, okay? And he and his rebellious angels will be burning in the lake of fire. That's what the Bible tells us. And our Heavenly Father doesn't want anyone, you know, any person that he created to end up there or to end up going to hell. So, you know, it is our job to try to testify about Jesus and the Bible and these things that are happening, you know, and to try to wake them up. And maybe things happen and people do have heart attacks or car wrecks or whatever the case may be. Maybe it's our Heavenly Father trying to shake them and wake them up about things in their life and about you need to look into the Bible. You need to, you know, Know that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. And he went to hell for our repented sins. And he shed his blood on that cross. And, you know, he arose on the third day. And he did all this for us. And he loves us. And our Heavenly Father loves us. And the Holy Ghost that's inside of those who are born again in Christ love us. And, you know, 
They do so much for us, so don't reject them and end up in hell for all eternity. And so we're supposed to warn people about about these things and about their eternal destiny and where they're going to end up. Because if we don't, then their blood is going to be on our hands. So do that with your loved ones before it's too late. And do that with everyday people you meet that are total strangers. You know, witness to them about these things. Tell them about these things. And, and give them King James Version Bibles. You know, I know you can go to... Um, you can go to... Let me think of the name of it. Um, it's the Salvation Army. I know that they have thrift stores out there, and they give away free Bibles. So if you're ever in a Salvation Army or you want to give free Bibles out, you can go there and ask them, and they will let you take one free Bible, as far as I'm aware, from a Salvation Army thrift store. You know, you have to ask them, of course, for if they're doing that at that particular thrift store. And if they are, I would get a King James Version Bible. You know, and then hand it out to people or save it. You know, if you're not going to hand it out, save it for when these Bibles are going to be illegal to have with that day is coming. And then it's up to you, you know, if you want to try to give them to people or what, because it, I'm sure it's a, probably going to be a, a hanging offense, as they said in the show Revolution on Netflix, you know, for somebody to have a gun. That's what they're showing you ahead of time on these shows. In that show, it was it was a it was a life and death matter if you had a gun. So people ended up getting swords instead, and bows and arrows and things like that, compound bows, and you know. So they were showing what's coming for us, you know. And people became proficient in using those instead of guns. But they also had guns in that show. But it was a hanging offense to have a gun. And there's no doubt, they're show- this is like predictive programming. They're showing us what they intend to do. So you might want to get more than just guns, you know. You might want to get other things, too, for self-defense. And the Bible does tell us to, you know, to get a sword, which would be a modern-day gun would be the equivalent of that. But, you know, it might be a good idea to get a sword or more than one, too, some, you know, compound bows and arrows, etc., and different things. So anything that you need to get, you need to get it now. I really think either usurper is not going anywhere and something's going to happen very soon. It could be around the time of the so-called election, which is really a selection, because they know who they're going to install as the puppet, the, the leader, the president, ahead of time, of course. And they just pretend that your votes matter. But, you know, if something were to happen then or before then, or even in January of next year, you know, before the so-called new president takes office, you know, it could be that length of time before, hey, we could be under martial law. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it could. So, you know what, whether it happens or it doesn't, whether usurper stays in office or he does not, um, we need to be prepared for that to happen or for whatever to happen. Look at look at these, uh, they tapped into different things and they've exposed that Loretta Lynch is talking to the Black Lives Matter people in that cult. And it's 
probably funded by George Soros, as is so many other things, as are so many other things like Occupy and all that, um, the Occupy movement and all that. And he's a total commie. But anyway, um, yeah, it, it looks like Black Lives Matter is going to try to make it to where, you know, they're going to try to cause all these things and blame them on Donald Trump. I'm not saying I like Donald Trump or I want him to be president either. A lot of people do. But um, I don't know what's going to happen. None of us know. But Usurper may not be going anywhere. And and it could be down to a few short months that we have left to prepare before things start really happening that are very bad. And whether that happens or not, I don't know. But we should get prepared in case they do, in case there's World War Three. The Muslims, I think, are going to be a big part of that. They could stir up things, too. And I think... You know, who knows? Uh, usurper could be a Muslim, probably is a Muslim, but he's Antichrist. I think he's the Antichrist. But, um, you know, I know that he stands with the Muslims, and he's told us that, and he's talked about the music and how beautiful it is and the most beautiful sound on the earth. And, you know, he loves the Quran and he he's just showing himself. Um, but anyway, he could end up being taking over the UN and being the head of the UN, which would be kind of like king of the world. So whether he stays in office in the United States as president for part of another term or something, I don't know, or he becomes head of the UN or both, those things could happen. They could not happen, but we need to get prepared. So coming up next is the owner of AVR, Frank Steffen, for two hours live. Don't go anywhere. Thank you for listening, and please keep my brother and my family in your prayers. Thank you for listening. Have a great night.
running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes, now in the street. They all need what you need. First aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas, 66851. Or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com. Or simply call 316-619-4886. I would like to tell you about the only truly natural dog and cat food I have found anywhere. Most all companies add a synthetic vitamin mineral pack to their dry or kibble food. Nature's logic is different. With all natural ingredients and nothing man-made added, their owner, Scott Freeman, worked for another pet food company but decided he wanted to do things right. So he started Nature's Logic. You can check them out at natureslogic.com. You will find online and local stores where you can find their products. I spent a lot of time trying to find an all-natural pet food, and Nature's Logic was the only one out there. Give your pets the best and check out naturelogic.com. Your pets will be glad you did. They also have many other natural pet products to try. The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. 
Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Freedom scribbled on your side. 
All right, good evening all. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Monday, July 18th, 2016, and it's about, well, almost seven minutes after 8 p.m. Pacific time, if that's when it is where you're at. We are, in fact, live. 800-932-1980 is the call-in number. 800-932-1980. You can also go to the chat room located at theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. All right. Well, let's see here. What's going on with... uh, You know, this uh, Republican convention is getting closer and closer. The Republican National Convention briefly briefly erupted in chaos on Monday when opponents of the presumptive U.S. presidential nominee Donald Trump stormed out of the room and others chanted in a failed attempt to force a vote opposing his candidacy. You know, I don't know who these pieces of garbage really are. You know, look, we had the primaries. It's not like Donald Trump just barely beat everybody. He beat 16 other Republicans. There wasn't even anybody competing against him in the last, you know, five or ten states. And there really wasn't any competition anywhere. He got more votes in the primaries than any Republican in history ever has, by a long shot. Not by a couple. Now look, whether you like the guy or you don't like the guy is insignificant. It's who the Republican voters want as their nominee. It's really that simple. Okay? And these delegates, oh, I get the reality of it. Yes, yes, the primaries were just basically a popularity vote. It's, uh, you know, pretty much, oh, but wait, it is binding. Because in most of the states that have primaries, the delegates are bound by whatever result the primary set on the first ballot. They don't like that. Well, then don't be a delegate. Go join the Democratic Party where you belong. Now, you know, I I get it that maybe you wanted Cruz. Maybe you wanted Rubio. Maybe you wanted somebody else. But, you know, you lost. So if you're going to be that way about it, then you might as well just be real and go join the Democratic Party where you belong. You're not a Republican. Oh, the rules are all okay until you lose. And then, oh, well, you know, hey, uh, this uh, this can't be right. We lost, and how can that be? And, uh, well, we're never supposed to lose. So uh, uh, we want to uh, be able to change everything now that everybody has already made their decision. Because, well, we don't like it, and we know best because, well... 
We're delegates. Well, I like to know who these people are myself that are act. I mean, every one of them, like where, who they are, where they live, where their kids go to school. I'd like to know all of that about every last one of them that are through. Now, hey, if you don't like Trump, that's one thing. That's fine. I, I mean, you know, hey, a lot of people got a lot of good arguments about why they don't like Trump. I get it. And that's your prerogative. But it is not your prerogative to disrupt basically a done deal. You know, we're always told, well, you know, it's the law. It's the law. Well, I don't like the law. Well, that's too bad because it's the law. Oh, okay, well, you know what? Hey, if the if that's not the way it is, that's fine with me. But it's got to be that way for everybody, not just Hillary Clinton, not just the uh, little delegates at the RNC, everybody. You know, if it's okay that, well, we don't like something, we don't have to go along with it, then fine. And that's a free nation, but we're not a free nation. And you know what? If I'm not free, then they don't get to be free. And if they get to be free, then so do I. I don't want to drive 55, okay? Hey, I don't want to drive sober. I want to drive around drunk. I don't like that law, so too bad. I get to do that now, right? No, that isn't right. Anyway, so that's what's going on with with these guys. However... Oh, man, where was I here? See, oh, okay, here we go. It's got to come back up here. Anyway, uh, the turmoil threatened efforts by the Trump campaign to show the party had united behind the businessman turned politician and distracted from the day's theme of Make America Safe Again, meant to depict Trump as a strong leader capable of shielding the country from violence and Islamic militancy. Well, I don't know about that, because you know what? There's really no way, you know, that that's going to happen. Because, you know, I I mean, you can kill them all, but that's really the only way you're going to make anybody safe from them, is to kill them all. Because really, folks, if if you want to get real about this Islamic threat, and I don't mean go to the Middle East and kill them all, I mean kill them all here, kill them all in Europe, kill them all wherever they don't live, okay, go live in Turkey, go live in, uh, you know, Iran, go live in Saudi Arabia, but if we catch you here, we're going to kill you, and that's the only way that you're ever going to be safe from that particular threat. And, hey, once you're safe from that threat, believe me, there's plenty of other threats around. But this is a war to the death. Oh, but that's not very loving. Well, guess what? This is a religious war to the death. And if you don't get that, well then, you know what? Start making your plans now, because you're on your way out. Your family's on their way out. Your children have no future. You might as well kill all of them, too, while you're at it, because that's what you're doing. By going, I don't agree with violence. 
Well, I don't agree with violence either until somebody perpetrates violence against me. Then I am 100 absolute percent for total violence. And I mean so much violence that Muslims wake up screaming in the middle of the night. Violence. I'm talking violence so harsh that nobody ever thinks about doing anything like that again for a while. Because, listen, this ain't a game. But you think Trump's going to do that? We'll see. Now, this, uh, you know, these guys, man, look what they do here. And then they have here, Trump's son and advisor, Donald Trump Jr., threatened the leaders of the attempted revolt, saying, your careers are finished, in a message posted on Twitter. Then they put lines through it, like, oh, never mind. But it was a parody tweet. It wasn't from him. Okay? Gee, you would think these big-time million-dollar websites would do a little fact-checking before they actually throw something up. But, you know, they don't because they are just so eager to find anything to just hammer Trump with. Could you imagine if Donald Trump had the past Hillary Clinton has? <laughs> then we've got this punk piece of garbage ex-Republican lawmaker. He's ripping the RNC brown shirts for stifling never-Trump demands. Well, what do you mean? You lost, okay? You lost. Shut the hell up or get the hell out of the building. Go start your third party, man. Go, go join the Libertarian Party. Anyway, the anti-Trump forces wanted to change the party's nominating rules to allow delegates to support alternative Republican candidates over Trump. Yes, hey, screw state law. Let's just change the rules. Party leaders held a voice vote, then declared the opponents lacked enough votes, triggering pandemonium on the floor of the Cleveland basketball arena where Trump is due to be formally nominated this week for the November 8 election. Many delegates began chanting, roll call, roll call, effectively calling for a lengthy process that would allow every state to weigh in. Some, including the Colorado delegation, walked off the convention floor saying they had to assess their next steps. Yeah, don't participate. Get the hell out, Colorado delegates. Those aren't real delegates anyway. They didn't even have an election. They didn't have a caucus. They didn't have anything. They just had their party leaders pick the shills and show up. you got to be kidding me. This entire system is rigged to force the vote for Donald Trump, said Kendall Uraw, one of Colorado delegates. Really? Rigged? This is coming from a piece of crap that was part of a scam? A fraud? Listen, Colorado never even had a vote. And they're saying the system is rigged? 
when they have party insiders in smoky back rooms swilling whiskey decided who was going to be there, tell who they were going to support? <laughs> oh, man. A delegate from Virginia who also favored a roll call vote a called the situation appalling. This is the party of law and order. If you won't obey your own rules, there is no reason to think you'll obey any others. What rules? What laws? They make up the rules as they go along. Everybody knows that. Ask Ron Paul, who won five states, but then they changed it to eight. Oh, sorry, Ron. Those were last year's rules, and it's okay because, well, it benefits us. But, oh, when it doesn't, we throw a little hissy fit and walk out. While delivering a jolt to the highly scripted program, the anti-Trump forces failed. Their rebellion quashed. The convention then approved the party policy platform and took a scheduled break before a lineup of evening speakers due to include Trump's wife and former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Not a fan of his, but the fervor an embarrassment to Trump, put a spotlight on the deep divisions within the party that have emerged over his candidacy. A string of senior Republicans worried about Trump's temperament and policies were already avoiding the convention. You know, you mean the babies in the corner crying and whining and throwing a little hissy fit and wetting their pants? You mean those guys, they're worried about Trump's temperament? Really? Wow. You know, I mean, honestly, these are the guys that were that they're worried about somebody else's temperament. Wow. Well, you know, some people out there like to tell you that uh, you know you oh you can vote third party. Well, yeah, you can. But what exactly are you going to vote for? Huh? Now, I consider myself, well, mostly libertarian. Some things I am conservative on, and some things I am liberal on. Wow. How odd that I have varying positions on different topics. Oh, man, that's just weird, isn't it? I mean, aren't we supposed to just be one or the other? Well, the bottom line is this. There's a lot of things about being a libertarian that are, you know, I, I agree with. But you need to understand there's a difference between being a libertarian and the libertarian party. Okay? The Libertarian Party is just as bad as the Republican or Democratic Party. They're just not as big. All right? Now, that doesn't mean that the underlying, you know, ideals of many Libertarians aren't, you know, overall a best, you know, scenario. But the party itself, sorry, no. Okay? For one, the Libertarian Party is pro-abortion. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, because they, 
they view it as the government should be kept out of the matter of abortion, and abortion is a woman's choice and does not concern the state, okay? Uh, somewhere along the line, I guess, uh, you know, they, they, they missed the boat on the whole, oh, uh, you're murdering someone thing. I mean, you know what? Like I said, I'm all good with this whole choice thing. That's fine, as long as I get to choose, too. People that bother me, people that inconvenience me, people that might hold me back from making more money or interfere with my job, I could kill them. Hey, you know what? If that's going to be the rule, then, then fine. Women can have abortions. But, you know, if I'm not allowed to murder people that inconvenience me, then why should a woman be allowed to murder a baby that is going to inconvenience her simply by its existence? Huh? But, I mean, really, if you want to live in a place like that, I'm all for it. Fine. I got a list, all right? For when the rules get changed, yeah, and things get fair, and we all have the right to choose who we want to kill because they inconvenience us. Oh, I, good. Let's do that. But until we do, if I don't get to do it, why do they get to do it? But, hey, the Libertarian Party is for abortion. Okay? They support it. So, I'm against that. Now, the economy, yeah, good stuff. You know, reduce taxes, reduce spending. Abolish all regulation of banks. They want to balance the budget, but, you know, that's all nice, but here's the bad thing. Now, wait a minute. Abolish all regulation of banks in favor of the free market. Well, somebody is, listen, if we had lawful money, meaning gold and silver backed even currency, but it has to be backed by gold and silver, that is lawful money. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, that is what lawful money is. That is in the Constitution. That has never been repealed. And the bottom line is, if you want to have a debt-based economy, you can't have a free market. All right? So first, before you can have a free market, You know, you have to uh, change the monetary system. All right? Now, of course, civil rights is pretty much where I'm more libertarian than, I guess, anything else. Libertarian Party says, okay, to deny service to gays. And it's okay to boycott those companies if that's not what you like. I agree. Look, if I'm in business to make money. But if, if I find you so offensive that I don't even want your money, then I shouldn't be made to serve you. I'm already taking a loss by not taking your money, okay? I'm, I'm paying for my views. 
And if you don't like what I just did, you don't have to come to this store either. You know, that's, I don't know, that seems fair to me. Um, they are pro-homosexual. Okay. All right, let, let's, let's follow along here. So far, the Libertarian Party is pro-abortion and pro-homosexual. All right? They are also pro-pornography. And, of course... They want rep, uh, reparations for the U- American Indian. On crime, they support restitution. They're against the three strikes approach. They're against the death penalty. Um, they encourage private efforts to fight crime. Which, uh, I don't know, you know, private efforts are one thing, self-defense is one thing, but I'm telling you, it's a bad idea to allow private armies out running around supposedly fighting crime, all right? They are pro... Drugs, alcohol, prostitution, gambling, and suicide. They do want to strengthen the rights of the accused, which I agree with. And, uh, of course, they... Now, listen, this is, this is the thing. They, you know, this is why I say their party is as corrupted and bad as the Democrats and Republicans. Because, listen to the pandering. Okay? Hate crimes are used to punish blacks. Yeah, what? Hate crimes are used to punish blacks? (laughs) Hasn't it been established that blacks can't be charged with a hate crime because they're black and everybody knows blacks can't hate, blacks can't be bigots, blacks can't be prejudiced? (laughs) Wow. They want to defund the war on drugs, which I'm against, which I'm for. I mean, I'm against the war on drugs. I'm for defunding it because, obviously, folks, it didn't work. Okay. I mean, look, if they had said, hey, we're having a war on drugs and heroin and meth and crack and all that just disappeared because we just won that war, that'd be one thing because, you know, uh, but it didn't, and it doesn't. And if you want to talk something about being used against the blacks, the war on drugs has been used against the blacks, but it's also been used against everybody because now they can just kick in your door and shoot everybody in your house and go, well, we thought there was drugs. Education, they want to make college affordable by ending subsidies and mandates. See, folks, I don't want to make college affordable. I want to shut down the Department of Education. I want to disband it, destroy it, and and jail everybody who was involved with it. That's what I'd like to do. 
Uh, let parents control all educational funding. Poor kids end up at the worst schools in the current system. That's true. Separation of education and state. Yeah, let's just make things up. Uh, end compulsory education. You know, and of course they support, you know, school choice and all that. So do I. Uh, uh, they're all for the environment. But they are also encouraging to enforce individual rights for land, water, air, and wildlife. So, you know, okay, well, let's just keep going here for a couple minutes or a minute. Foreign policy and foreign military operations shut down foreign military bases. I'm on board with that. End all foreign military and economic aid. All for that. Tyranny around the world must be condemned. I'm all for that. No U.S. intervention in affairs of other countries. All for that. See? As far as the Libertarian Party on foreign policy, I'm all for it. But I'm against too many other things that they're for. Free trade. Remove governmental impedience to free trade. Well, I think they've already done that. Oh, I see. So my whole uh, browser just disappeared. Well, that's interesting. I guess that must be time for a break, huh? You think that's what it was? I think that's it. I think that is what it's, uh, it's telling me here, that it's time for a break, and uh, I'm not ready for a break, but... Uh, Let's just play this and we'll be, well, I would have played that if I hadn't hit delete instead of play, but eh, whatever. All right, here we go. We'll, we'll do this and we'll be back in a bit. back. 
shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
All right, we're back. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It is Monday, July 18th, 2016. It's about 8.45 out here on the Pacific Time Coast. That's when it is where you're at. We are, in fact, live. 800-932-1980 is the call-in number you can call right on in. And uh, the uh, chat room is at our website, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. And, uh, well, there you have it. Pretty easy. All right, well, what else is going on in the world? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess it is opening night at the uh, convention. Gee, I, you know, time is just whizzing by here, man. Uh, but I still think even with the brouhaha of, uh, you know, the dissenters that really don't give a damn what the American people have to say, it's their party and we'll, we'll lie if we want to. Uh, I still think that the Democratic Convention is going to end up being more exciting than the Republican. I don't know. I just got a feeling because, I mean, for one, uh, (laughs) you know, Bernie Sanders supporters have been violent, aggressive. And, uh, well, actually, as vicious about Hillary Clinton as Donald Trump has been. And they've got to know that she stole the election. Okay? They they have to realize that. Because I realize that, and I'm not even a Democrat. And I don't even care who they pick for their, uh, you know, for their presidential nominee. Because I would never, in a thousand years ever think about voting for Bernie Sanders or Hillary Clinton, especially not Hillary Clinton. But, you know, I recognize that they stole a million votes out of California. He won California, folks. Bernie Sanders won California. And that would have, that would have been a whole different story going into the convention if he would have won California. Because he would have had more one delegates than Hillary Clinton. Do you realize that? If Bernie Sanders would have won California, he would have had more one delegates than she did. Oh, now she'd still have the super delegates because she bought and paid for them. And, you know, Wasserman's got the cash check to prove it. But it would have been a lot more interesting because them superdelegates are not anybody's, really. I mean, yeah, you can buy them and they can say, oh, sure, we're going to vote for them. But it ain't done until they get on the floor. Okay. You know what they did in France? I, I mean, I'm surprised people just aren't, aren't well, I guess they are going crazy in uh in France. 
you know, they had that massacre in Nice with the attack truck. Because that's what we have to call it, right? Oh, sorry, the assault truck. Yeah. Those are very dangerous, you know. I mean, what did he kill? 60 people with the assault truck? And uh, what they did on, what was it, Channel 4 or something in, in England? They put a Muslim chick with a Habib on her head reporting on this. I mean, this is like a, a, a pencil-in-your-ear sort of thing, you know, jammed into your brain. Hmm, let's see, a Muslim savage just murders some more people, and now you're going to have a Muslim savage on the TV telling us all about it. Oh, yeah, that, hey, what, what could go wrong with that idea? I I just don't, you know, I don't get it. I mean, the English are, is it any wonder that they voted to leave the European Union? See, the sad thing is, what's been going on in England is, they've been letting in these Muslim savages and going, well, you know, the European Union's making us, we don't have any choice, and, uh, you know, that, of course, is a lie. You know, because the English government could have always said, okay, look, you know, we were going to go along with this. This is all nice and good and fun and games, but you know what? Uh, you're not putting our people in danger. You're not putting our culture in danger. We're not letting them in here. And um, we don't care what you say. But they didn't. They're little panty-waist girls, and they just, oh, well, you know, the European Union make us. So the people said, fine. Let's leave the European Union then. Now, what are little girls in Parliament going to say? Who are they going to blame it on now? The Queen? The mean old Queen made us do it. We didn't have any choice. Well, we'll see. But, you know, there's no wonder they want to, le- they want to leave. Now, <laughs> we all know the Hillary Clinton deal, right? where the FBI shill, lying, criminal, traitorous, treasonous, should be hanging from the end of a rope. He should be dead already, okay? Comey should have already been executed and put in the ground for his treasonous acts. Already. Oh, and I'm not just talking about letting Hillary Clinton skate. No. This guy's the head, you know, he's, he's on the board of HSBC, Yeah, really? Oh, okay. No conflict of interest here, right? But get this. Hillary, now, and he admitted, well, you know, her emails were probably uh, intercepted by enemies and unknown people around the world. Get this. Jason Chaftes. Chairman of the House asked if Congress could see certain emails in question. Charles McCullough, the Deputy Inspector General at ODNI, testified that the emails, get this, were too top secret even for Congress to see. 
the deputy inspector general didn't even have the security clearance to see those emails. He couldn't even tell Congress the name of the agency that the emails came from. Hillary Clinton allowed someone without security clearance and in an unprotected format to see such highly sensitive emails. But yet they'll stand there in front of Congress and say, oh, but uh, you can't see them because they're just too secret for you. Wow. <laughs> really? But, you know, we have a lot of uh, talk about, well, we're going to have martial law, we're not going to have elections because, you know, they're going to start riots and this and that and the other thing. And, hey, this could happen, okay? I mean, obviously, the pieces are on the table for that game to start. But, hey, cheer up. That ain't the only game in town. Oh, no. There's other reasons why we may not have an election. As a matter of fact, we might not even be alive to have an election. Oh, that's right. Because, see, it appears that the United States is about to start World War III with China. That's right. Why? Well, I don't know. For some reason, the United States feels that the South China Sea is their business and not China? Oh, wait a minute. Am I missing something here? South China Sea? I'm thinking that's got something to do with China, right? South China Sea? Oh, well, apparently not because, you know, the United States, they think that they've got a reason to be in the South China Sea. So... They've moved the Navy there. And China said, you know what? You better back off. We've had just about enough. All this crap you've been projecting over here was when we were weak, and we're not weak anymore. So why don't you stay in your own side of the world? You know, and here's another thing. I'm not a big fan of gambling, but heck, you know, if people want to gamble, gosh, it's like I'm against playing Russian roulette, too. But if you want to play Russian roulette, go ahead. Just don't do it in my living room because, you know, it's bound to end up messy. But gambling, I, I don't know. It's I don't think it's a good thing. I'm not interested in it. I lived in Atlantic City. I, I worked there. And, you know, every payday, I would take 20 bucks. And I'd get a roll of quarters, and then I'd get two rolls of nickels. Or I'd get the rest in nickels. So the roll of quarters is 10 bucks. Yeah, I'd get two rolls. That's uh, 4 bucks. I guess I got four rolls of, of nickels. But So that's what I'd do every payday. And my game was basically to see how long I could hang in the uh, casino, you know, at the uh, slot machines. I mean, I, I was pretty confident, and I was never wrong, that, you know, I would always lose in the end. But, you know, I figured, hey, this is, uh, you know, this is entertainment for 20 bucks, like going to a movie or anything else. And sometimes it didn't last very long. 
Other times, I spent hours losing 20 bucks. But um, Interpol. Now, let's not forget, you know, we've got Muslim savages rampaging Europe, right? Killing people left and right all over the place. Interpol has made 4,000 arrests over illegal gambling. Wow. Don't you feel safer? All those dangerous gamblers have been brought to justice. While all the Muslim savages that, oh, they're not even allowed to say on TV that it was an act of Islamic terrorism. No, 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 no. Can't say that. It was workplace violence. Yeah, it was an unfortunate incident. Uh Uh-huh. More than 4,100 people were arrested in coordinated raids across 11 different countries during Euro 2016 in one of the largest global police operations against illegal gambling in Asia. Nearly 4,000 raids were carried out in China, France, Greece, Italy, Malaysia, Singapore, Thailand, and Vietnam on illegal gambling dens. Wow, boy, isn't that great? Man, these guys are really on it. They're really protecting you. Yes, they sure are, because you never know one of those gamblers are going to come by and, well, I don't know what, challenge you to gamble or something? Uh, I, what, what exactly is the danger? To Oh, wait, I know what the danger is. Yeah, the danger is you see all that gambling money? Yeah, well, a lot of it doesn't. There's no taxes paid on it. And uh, the other thing is every dollar that you get, they don't get. Yeah, illegal gambling. See, these businesses aren't paying their cut to the government. So the government's not getting their cut of the money. So they got to be arrested. While mean, Meanwhile, the Muslim savages can run rampage through the whole you know continent of Europe, killing people left and right. Nobody cares because, eh, so what? One less taxpayer, big deal. You didn't pay that much anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. All right. Well, I'm going to play the music, and uh, we've got Dean coming on here in a few minutes. I don't know what we'll talk about with him. Always something interesting and off the beaten path. And uh, we'll be back in a few. As always, thanks for listening. Stay tuned if you can. The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. 
Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. AVR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water.
from the first hour, and welcome to everybody who's just joining in now. This is the Frank Report. I'm your host, Francis Stephan. You're listening right here on American Voice Radio Network. It's still Monday, July 18, 2016, and it's about eight minutes after 9 p.m. Pacific time. If that's when it is where you're at, we are, in fact, live. And, uh, oh boy, hang on a second here, folks. Just son of a... Anyway, okay, well, I'm uh, having a little bit of a issue over on this other computer here that's supposed to be doing something that it isn't doing. Uh-oh, well, just talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Now, okay, there's no way around it. Okay, so let's see here. Uh, where was I? Yes, theamericanvoice.com or americanvoiceradio.com. Okay, that's uh, that's where uh, the chat room is. And actually, that's where everything is that you need to know about the network. Anyhow, uh, let's just get Dean and bring him on. Welcome, Dean. Well, thank you, Frank. That was such a professional introduction that um, hey, I have hey, to. Hey, you like, know what? Blow it up your uh, tailpipe, there, buddy. I'm having problems. Well, listen, over I, here. I, I'm listen. I could be watching the Republican quadrennial election here on their convention platform. You and could be Melanie's bu- really be doing the push. You could be bouncing your head off the sidewalk too. You know, it's up to you, man. Or I could be in a real-time surveillance project known as <laughs> yeah, Pokemon. Do. Oh, you too, huh? Yeah, I, well, you know, I was going to ask you about that. I'm glad you brought it up. Real-time surveillance. Yes, absolutely. That's something that is not being talked about very much. Right, folks. So for everybody that was out there, like Frank, chasing Pokemon or Pokemon all over the United States and the world, satellites were tracking you on your phone. I don't even know what a Pokemon is. It's some kind of um, like little character. That. It's a oh. character. Yeah, but and they gave are... you like clues 
to find where the character was. Well, wait a minute. I thought this was all on your cell phone. I mean... Right. So you would go to, like, the Holocaust Memorial, and you would see on your cell phone the Pokemon stamp over the Holocaust Memorial, if you figured out the clue right. So you would see it on your phone. So it's like a um, non-reality. It, it's like... Uh, so, when your fan, when your phone scans the area of the designated area, then the Pokemon symbol comes up on your phone. Okay, so this is not just some conspiracy theory idea. In order for the game to actually work, they have to track you through GPS, right? Absolutely, sir. So you're being surveilled and you know it. Yes. And you're agreeing to it, worst of all. Oh, I read the agreement. Uh, Oh, did you? Well, yeah, that was my first, uh, uh, that's what I did today. Uh, And, you know, it's funny because I did the show and I I certainly, I didn't know much about it other than this, this heinous, agreement that you've got to you've got to agree to before you're allowed to play this game like you can't sue them you can't be a, a part to any class action you have to agree to binding arbitration and you know on and on it goes oh and besides they're there they tell you that oh and uh uh your personal information once you give yes. it to us as a business asset and we can sell it and give it to whoever we want, including government agencies, and it goes on and on and on. And it's like, wow, this is really bad. And then somebody called in and said, oh, and what else is, you know, if they ever want, like, a bunch of people with cameras to go somewhere, all they got to do is say, oh, hey, there's a Pokemon prize at wherever, and all these people show up, and then... Bang! An event happens, and their cameras are all taking pictures of it. Okay, what a great segue. Let's talk about the Turkey uh, Interpretation, starring Matt Damon. It's coming to a theater near you. How could the military bungle a coup when they had total control? And the president wasn't even there after he had just come back from speaking to Putin. All right. That just means that Erdogan knew the coup was coming down and set it up so he could snare 6,000 people. Yeah. All right. Suckers. If I was going to do a coup in Turkey... I know damn well that I would have a ticket out of there if it failed. Well, and I'd at least do it with the president home so I could kill him, because what's the point of a coup if the president's still alive? Well, that's exactly what they said, that uh, how could you even think your coup was going to go down if you didn't have control of the president. They didn't even know where he was. Well, somebody didn't put on their thinking cap before they planned the coup, or, like you say, it was a setup. Of course it was a setup. But 
Who fell for this setup? I mean, how dumb do you have to be? 3,000 admirals. Wow. And generals. So, and military guys. So does this create a bit of a vacuum in uh, Turkey mili- tur- Turkish military? Well, yes, it does, Frank. A quite a big vacuum. Yeah, I would think 3,000 of them. Uh, wow. You don't just say, well, okay, uh, look, private, uh, you're a colonel now. <laughs> I mean, you know, not generally anyway. Exactly. I don't know. Sounds like an unstable country to me. And, you know, I read something over the weekend when this was going on that Europe was saying, well, wait, 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 maybe we ought to kick these guys out of NATO or kick them out of the European Union or something. You know, they're not stable. You know, Frank, something's rotten in Denmark or The Hague. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It just doesn't make sense. Well, it just doesn't make sense. Well, so many of these things don't, and and it's because you know we we only get to see uh, part of what's going on. You know, like the the like the Bible refers to through a glass darkly. You know, it's it's kind of like that. Oh, is that where that comes from? Yeah. Yep. Huh. See? Well, you learn something uh, new every day. Especially from you, Frank. Nah. <laughs> wow. I- I'm impressed, folks. So how's the suicide watch going? You're you're okay, aren't you? Yeah. I was going to ask you first, but we got going on something else. But uh, any updates on your your legal? Um, because the last couple of weeks, that's what we mentioned. You've mentioned, you know, is your your legal finaglings with the uh, marshals and uh, the lady that was beat up by the uh, not. Well, marshals. yes, we do have an update on that, Frank, and I'm glad you asked because Intercom Security is guarding the convention. <laughs> what could go wrong? All right. Now, we've got 4,000. Security people coming into Ohio. Okay, folks. And I, I started looking on the web and, you know, how they have these um, people within employment firms comment on if it's a good company or not. Yeah. The guys that work at Intercon Security are saying they're not doing background checks. And what's more, it's great for students, except for one thing. Intercon Security says, oh, you have to have three years of of performance in a in, in a police function before you can get hired. Does that include being a like a prisoner in a state or federal prison? You know, Frank, <laughs> it's like going down the rabbit hole. Just asking. Okay, now and it turns out. So I said, let me check out Benghazi. 
Turns out Benghazi was guarded by the Blue Mountain Group of UK. The United States Embassy was given the contract by Hillary Clinton. That's what was never asked at the Benghazi hearing. That she gave it to the Blue Mountain Group and two hours before the assassination, the head of the Blue Mountain Group left Libya on a plane because Libya's, uh, the contractor that he had gotten his personnel from, had chased him out of the country. Wow. So our embassy had absolutely zero security. Zero, folks. Now, did you actually hear any of that in these U.S. Senate hearings? Nope. Not a word of it. Okay, so let's not even get to Hillary. Let's get the fact that everybody in this compound, whether they were killed or not, there was no security. Now, this is what I find surprising. And so I'm looking at um, these basic contracts for security, and there's currently four companies that hold these contracts for the U.S. Marshals, ACAL, the Ares Group, Intercon Security, and MVM. Well, it turns out that Intercon Security bought ACAL. So now we have Ares, Intercon Security, and MVM. And I can bet you that of those three, they have folded into one or two. And it says here, you have to be a graduate of a certified federal, state, county, or local law enforcement academy and have at least three years of law enforcement experience with general arrest authority. Frank, the two black guys that I saw attack me, and the third one demonstrated no general arrest authority. Then it says, CSO applicants must successfully pass a background investigation and subsequent reinvestigations determined by the federal government. Frank, they're not even being searched in their background. I just ran across a blog that said they're not. They're taking anybody that answers from Craigslist. <laughs> okay. I'm having a meltdown, Frank. Well, Craigslist people need jobs, too, man. So let's talk about Viacom. Oh, boy. Philip Damon, who is trying to sell Paramount Pictures, which is owned by Viacom, so he can make a lot of money to Barry Diller. I thought he got fired. He's fighting his termination. But, Frank, I got... One, I got two words for you. Why Philip DeMond will be gone by the end of the week. 
Project Goliath. Do you remember when they called my nigger in the White House a nigger over at Sony? Well, I, I remember seeing the reports of those emails, yeah. Mm-hmm. There were seven studios involved in those emails with Project Goliath, the takeover of the download speed, the broadband gates. Do you think that Paramount might be one? Hmm, no, I would think they might be. I think they were, Frank. Okay. So we got um, the CEO that resigned for uh, uh, racism. Okay. Uh, So her name is Amy Pascal. So as of today, Viacom is pulling every email of Philip DeMont with Amy Pascal. Now, you know, as a CEO, that if you were to write emails with another studio that were derogatory, racist, and... Trumponian. You like that word, Trumponian? I do. Thank you. You'd be out the door in two seconds like Amy Pascal. So what do you think Sherry Redstone is doing right now? Well, okay, first, which one is she? I mean, because he had several... Jerry Redstone is the daughter that's in control who they're trying to fight. She wants to keep Paramount Pictures. So she's basically backing her her dad? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Now I... Because aren't there other family members of his on the other side? Of course. Oh. They've been paid off so they can get Disney, uh, the Paramount sale to Disney. Okay. All right. Simple money. They want the cash. And they're being paid under the table, probably. So, now get this. She's walking around the big honcho CEO thing in Sun City, Iowa. Or wherever it is. Right? And guess who's escorting her around? (laughs) Dumont. No, oh. he never shows. Whew. I have Nancy, no idea. Nancy Seligman, the general counsel of Sony, who had to field all of the emails between Amy Pascal and Philippe Dumont. Now, she's being recommended to the board of Viacom. And yet she knows about all the racist emails Philip DeMond did. And she was part of it. Sherry Redstone, Nancy Seligan was front and center in Project Goliath, which was to take over Paramount Pictures. What would you do if you were Sherry Redstone, Frank? Oh, you don't want to know. Oh, 
I've already got a list, you know. You got a list? If I got went to I'd have a bigger list. You know, I mean, it's just, you know. Yeah, what well, would I do? I, I don't Because know. I was having such a hard time today. Today? Yeah. Hard time. We're having a major heat wave come in, folks, and it's going to hit the Democratic Convention front and center. You know, I keep saying I, 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 I'm thinking that the Philadelphia Convention is going to be more trouble than Cleveland. It's going to blow, folks. And so before it blows, I wanted to play a happy song. Oh, a Frank happy Kennedy. song. Yay. And I want to dedicate this to Sherry Redstone. Ah. Bitch, you better wake up. Oh, jeez. Can we play it now? Play it, baby.
Most people realize their body needs clean water to function properly. Pure is the cleanest water, also known as distilled water. Some frauds pushing fake science and ignorant people repeating their disinformation and half-truths will tell you distilled water leaches minerals from the body. What they fail to tell you is distilled water only attracts and flushes inorganic minerals from your body. These are minerals your body cannot process and can interfere with your proper body functions. Distilled water does flush these inorganic materials from your body and is an effective and natural way to cleanse your body. ABR sells a distiller that distills one gallon every three and a half hours. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, click on the Superstore, go to the distiller, check the pricing and how to order, and watch the video explaining in detail why distilled water is pure water. Since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it, nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it. To secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom, on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit DiscountGoldAndSilverTrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Pacific.
July 18th, 2016, and it's about 9, oh, almost 9.39 out here. And if you've noticed that I said 9, that means it's the second hour. It's Monday night, and that means we've got Dean Lauren here with us. Welcome back, Dean. What a joy, Frank. What a joy. You know, I really enjoyed your song, and I couldn't remember who did it. Golden Earring. Ah. Uh, should be easy. Was, they only had two hits. 
<laughs> you know, ever in their life. So Really? Yeah, they had that one and then they had uh uh something. Radar Love? Yeah, Radar Love, that was the other one. Oh. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah. I like that song. I like Radar Love too. I wanna be there with you. Oh Anyway, who was your uh That was Michael Jackson and then Jackson Five. Oh, okay. So hey, guess what? Somebody in the chat room got it right. Where were you growing up, Frank? Well, you know, I was listening to the Grateful Dead and Leonard Skinner and didn't spend much time watching the Jackson Five. Oh, please, get out of here. Mm, well, sorry. He wasn't my, uh, you know, even before he turned into a complete freak. He he just oh, wasn't I... his, uh, wasn't my style of music that I, um, you know, that I liked. So I didn't I didn't pay much attention to him. You're telling me at eleven, eleven year old, at eleven years old, you're listening to Leonard Skinner. I don't think so. Yeah, well, sorry. I don't think so. Okay. You have an older brother? You have an older sibling? Nope. Older, only child. No, then you ain't listening to uh, Leonard Skinner. I can't believe your father would let you listen to Leonard Skinner at eleven. Oh, hey, my oh. dad was buying me albums from uh, Peter Frampton and Foghat and Thin Lizzy when I that was, was that 1972. age. That was nineteen seventy-two. Yeah, when I was that age, he was buying that for me because, uh, you know, he'd go down to the record store because he was a big class. We got a bump back four years from there. He was a big classical music fan. Okay, so you were listening to classical music. No, I wasn't. Uh, but when he'd go there, he'd ask the guy, hey, what's popular with the kids? And, and he'd tell him, well, this. And he'd buy the album and bring it home. Usually I didn't like him much, but hey, you know. All right, you're going to get off easy on this one with a pass. Unlike Germany, Japan, Switzerland, and Britain, whose bonds are crashing. Folks. The Axis banks are busted. Merkel's going to be turning tricks at 42nd Street. Oh, not if Disney has their way. They probably got her out there on a leash. (laughs) Over at Show World. Next to the naked cowgirl. Yeah. Actually, Show World closed. But I did get some good pictures of it, videos before it closed. And maybe they'll put them up. I forgot what it is. The Private Eyes. I think that's the one where they got all the the free kind of girls working. Um, so, I, you know, and I'm looking at this because uh, when you have the Axis banks all falling, and Switzerland wasn't neutral in... World War II. Because if they were, they would have given back all the Jewish money that they stole. Now, I'm not saying that the Swiss murdered the Jews to get their money, but I don't think they raised their hand and said, we got a problem. And in fact, when the Jews went to go get their money from their accounts, the Swiss told them to take a hike on a short train to Auschwitz. 
So we got a problem, folks. We got Germany, Japan, and Switzerland and Britain. And yes, the Windsor's previous name, previous, boy, you could tell I was from Virginia growing up. Previous. Their pre, pre, what did you say, Cleveland? Previous. Previous. They're previous. Yeah, I could say they're pervious, pervert. They're from, the name is, does anybody in the chat room know their prior name? Whose prior name? The Windsor's. Oh, 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 it's German, isn't it? It's quite German. It's called Battenberg. Okay. And then if you want to call it English, you could say Mount Batten. Oh. All right, the man was blown up. So we've got a problem here, folks. Now, and it's not on the front page of any financial paper. And if it is in a paper, it's on page seven. Because that's what I'm looking at right now. Page seven of the Wall Street Journal on Thursday, July 14th, Bastille Day. I do believe that was the day Nice went up in flames. Yes, with the assault truck. The assault truck, yes. <laughs> so. We want to start to look at this whole cyber scenario that's heading to America, or gripping America as we speak. Because this Pokemon contract that Frank read today is very similar to the kiosk that you're going to use if you visit to New York to charge your phone. Boy, you know, and when I was reading that, I also mentioned during the show that it is very similar also to the banking agreement you sign when you open a bank account. You know, folks, they're selling your information but they're also using your information to control you. So at this point, don't you think we should get a discount? Well, they're thinking just the opposite because now you see, just like the banks, all these companies are now claiming your information, once you give it to us, is now a business asset of ours. It is no longer yours just like the banks are now saying listen that money you put in here is now capital of the bank not yours anymore and you see a lot of time that money is tied to bonds and other things so basically what they're saying is we have your whole portfolio yeah everything is ours because look Okay, yeah. The simple- I also see when you purchase a bond, because you see that money goes to a security clearinghouse and it's tied to a trade. Well, and Did anybody look, think about that? A simple deposit. Everybody thinks of oh, okay, my savings account or my checking account, but deposits are also your retirement accounts, your IRAs, your CDs. All those things are considered deposits. 
and they are all considered now, thanks to your Congress, capital of the bank. And, and they're linked. Yeah, folks. just like Dean said, you know, you, you, you mess with your portfolio, buy bonds, sell bonds, do whatever. They know about it. They see it. So they're actually trading against you. Yep. Now, I don't see that in the contract, that you're going to bet against me to drain my money by charging fees at another end of the banking system when I go to with my IRA or I have my mutual funds or I go to cash out something else and you move against me. Folks, nobody's thinking here. Nobody is thinking about how far reaching into your credit and debit scenario these banks are operating. I'm questioning. I'm thinking about it. So you see, you can't say nobody. Apparently you are too. <laughs> that's two of us. I got us. no money, so it don't really matter to me. Well, yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at too. It's like, well, you know, I really do follow the advice that I give others when it comes to, you know, because I realize, look, you know, people to make things work the way they're used to need to have something in the bank, and this is how everybody is used to doing. But my advice is to only keep in the bank your operating funds. Meaning, you know, what you got to have in there to do whatever business you're doing. But if you've got extra, you know, savings or anything like that, uh, I'd find somewhere outside the banking industry to secure that. Absolutely. And so we have to end the show tonight. We do. Oh, yes, we do. Well, I want to talk about something. Oh, okay, good. All right. Yeah, well, we have 10 minutes left, so you better have something to talk about. All right. I'm now, wait a minute, talk- wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you get on what you're going to talk about, you said you had a rough day. Why? Because it's hot? Yes. Oh, okay. And I've got a lot of personal problems, none that are suicidal worthy. But, you know, I'm just trying to get everything like everybody else organized during the summer. Yeah. It's not and easy, is it? I've taken the initiative to become computer savvy now. Oh. You know, I'm an atomic scientist. I can chart an electron. I can tell you where it's at. I can tell you it's energy transfers. I can even do responsive atomics. See? So you ought I, to have this computer thing. So, you know, and I waited... For about 20 years so they could catch up to the level I'm at mentally. Seems kind of weird, folks, but I wasn't going to waste my time on computers until they got it right. Well, And when they got it no, right, well, when they stole I view as patents. Ain't, ain't no rush because they still don't have it right. But, you know. Anyway. All right, but it's a little closer now. Well, it there's, might be closer, but I'll There's sufficient you. enough computing programs out there that that meet my need. Dean, as so much now, as I pull my hair out over these crazy computers, I don't think they have it right just yet. Yes, but I'm looking for specific 
things to use them for. Ah. Okay. I see computer as a tool, yeah, not as a uh, a Pokemon game board. A god to bow down to. Ah, so you do play Pokemon? I knew it. I I don't even have a phone, Frank. So, I knew it. I knew you were running around New York looking for Pokemon monsters. I just knew it. <laughs> I was looking for a phone to play Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. So I tell you, this is what we have to talk about now. So I was thinking, Frank had asked me last week, what do you think is going to be worse, the Republican convention or the Democratic convention? And I said, it really doesn't matter which one's worse because we're going to see who has to play by the outcome of each. So what are you, some kind of politician not answering the question? No, because it's irrelevant. That's a Hillary Clinton answer. What does it matter anyway? You know, I mean... <laughs> because we want to see the convention that goes down in flames the worst. Yeah, well, that's that's the question, basically. Which one do you and think it's going to be? No, that's the that's part of the answer to the question of where these multinational organizations are. Because we really don't care about the Democrats or the Republicans. They're so fractured. And these are what we call part of the military-industrial-congressional complex. They're part of the congressional complex. Just like, you know, tomorrow, is tomorrow the 20th? No. Today's the 20th. Well, it's um, actually only the 18th here. Oh, good, good, good. On Monday, Wednesday, Monday the 18th. The Wednesday, Wednesday the, the, uh, the Pentagon is going to get hit in the gut big time. They're going to suffer massive losses because of a NATO betrayal. Another All right, folks, so next Monday, we're going to have a lot to talk about about the Pentagon and their generals and admirals. Are you, are you at liberty to tell us what the uh, betrayal will be? Yeah, it'll be involving Putin. Okay. What's that and it's going to involve a lot of weapons that are being sold, Behind the scenes, a lot of drug running. Oh, wait. Is any of this going to be able to be tied back to Hillary Clinton and her State Department and the Clinton Foundation? Well, I'm more... See, I think the Democratic Convention is going to get hit, but I could be wrong because, you see, this big hate wave's coming up, and it's going to miss the Republican Convention, but it's, good, it's timed to meet the Democratic Convention. Now, you got all these people in these security checks. You got all these people have to move around, and Philadelphia is a really poor city. But most of all, you got Philadelphia that has a substandard power grid. If it's going to be sabotaged, Philadelphia is the place 
Well, and they also have, uh, along with the substandard power grid, they have self uh, substandard public transportation also. So if the heat wave gets high enough and the power grid fails enough, we could be watching another Chicago 1969 riot. Mayor Daly? Well, I'm not even sure the power's got to go off for that to happen, Dean. Honestly, I, you know, I, I made my guess a couple of weeks ago, but, uh, you know, maybe a month ago, that I think that the, you know, the Democratic Convention's going to be more uh, newsworthy, put it that way, than the uh, Republican. Right, because the Republicans want to entice it to show that they have no security ability that they can't lock down anything. Hillary is a failure. So what better way to demonstrate Hillary is a failure by a massive power outage in the city of brotherly love? Yeah. Well, that would bring the love out. It would bring the store's windows crashing to the ground. We would have massive National Guard pulled out. We would have utter chaos, and I don't even think Hillary's speech could be broadcast. Hmm. It would be lost in the sauce, leaving only Donald's memoriam out there of make America, what is he saying? It Make it big again? Make well, it, no, first he was saying, again? you know, make America great again was his oh, great thing. Again. But, yeah, but now in Cleveland, uh, you know, they've changed it up, and now they're saying make America safe again. Like America was ever safe. <laughs> yeah. What are they talking about? I don't know. Man. Safe again? Yeah. Is it, are they talking Department of Homeland Security, which has no basically idea. thrown everything to the dogs through these contracts? Yeah, well, which have purposely made it unsafe so that they can charge more in these contracts. It was safer before Department of Homeland Security. Oh, absolutely. You know, Homeland and, Security was a bad idea. Many, many, many people knew it and spoke about it when it was going on, but nobody, you know, it didn't stop it. That's for sure. And you know, they said, "Oh, well, you know, uh, it's just so all the departments can all communicate better together in a centralized clearinghouse." Well, that hasn't worked. Nothing Bush did worked, and to demonstrate, see, I love working with Frank because he touches upon so many common sense issues. So I open the New York Times today, and in it, there is a one-page ad from BP (laughs) of an oil rig, possibly in the Gulf of Mexico, saying, we're working to make everything safe. Or perhaps it was in the Gulf of Tonkin, and they could say, we're working to start World War III. So, folks, the point is, the article was like, we're doing it. We're making it safe. But yet they haven't even addressed the massive ecological disaster that they brought to the Gulf of Mexico. How many people have lost their jobs? The fishing industry. There is an inch of oil on the bottom 
of the Gulf of Mexico, which is suffocating all the plankton and plant life. You know, I was just reading an article. I didn't even read the whole thing, but they were going into quite detail about all these ecological uh, disasters they have in the oceans that they say, oh, oh, we're on it. We're cleaning it up. Oh, we're doing it. And the the gist of this article was it's all just they're blowing smoke. They're not cleaning up anything. Exactly, folks. Exactly. Frank is scoring big time tonight. He may have come on like a loser at the beginning of the show, not being able to find his button, but he's certainly coming down the pike, scoring 95 and a half. Well, he shoots and scores right at the buzzer because we are out of time. So is Chuck Schumer. And I guess maybe they'll pull the plug on him because we don't, we don't know where he's going to be speaking as the keynote speaker, do we? Well, I certainly don't, but, hey, whatever you say, John. Hey, music time's (laughs) over. That's right. We got to go. Folks, Dean will be back next week. Uh, I'll be back again tomorrow. So everybody stay tuned. We got good stuff coming up. And as always, thanks for listening. Kind of pretty. Got another verse to it? Yeah. uh, Go ahead. Sing it. Whatever you say, John. Saturday and night. Music time's over. The political, religious, and medical views presented on various shows heard on American Voice Radio Network are not necessarily the views held by the management of American Voice Radio and are not presented as an endorsement by this network. All statements heard on American Voice Radio are the sole responsibility and opinion of those who speak the particular statement. I trust you are aware that we're being controlled in every area of our lives, even the toothbrush that you will use tonight to brush your teeth with. Otherwise, what you're going to hear for the next few moments' time could be very disturbing to you. So, here are the facts. There is as much crude oil on the north slope of Alaska as there is in Saudi Arabia. The governor of Alaska stated on the Mill Mayor TV show, Real Time, on March the 18th, 2005, there is potentially enough crude oil on the north slope of Alaska to supply the entire United States of America for 200 years. He's correct. Peak oil is a misnomer. It is an idea perpetrated by the powers that be for the purpose of deceiving the American public. Russia has just drilled some what they call super deep wells 
to the depth of 40,230 feet, super deep wells, which they call COLA SG3, they have found massive amounts of oil. The world is nowhere near running out of crude oil. Gasoline at the gas pump could be less than $1.50 a gallon within the next one year here in the United States of America if only our president and vice president and our administration in Washington would be honest with the American people. There is enough natural gas on the north slope of Alaska to supply the entire United States of America for over 200 years. If every other natural gas well in America were cut off tomorrow morning at the projected rate of increased consumption, every 24 hours at Prudhoe Bay, Alaska, on the north slope where the large oil field is, they pump back into the ground one billion cubic feet of natural gas that comes up with the oil. You did hear correctly. I did not say million. I said one billion cubic feet. And just in case you would like some details and would wish to follow further with what I'm saying to attempt to prove right or wrong, try this one. Contact someone you know that works on the North Slope of Alaska, anyone that has any contact with anyone there, and ask them this. They are using 48 747 type jet aircraft engines in order to pump that eight, uh, 1 billion cubic feet of natural gas back into the ground every 24 hours. If you want details, we can go as far as you'd like. Dr. Stan Monteith, you know who I'm speaking of, don't you? Very famous radio talk show host, very conservative individual. I've been on his station, on his program many times in the past year. Dr. Stan said to me a while back, he said, Lindsay, I like to prove what I have on my show. He said, can you in some way verify the information that you're giving in your book, The Energy Non-Crisis, and the other things that you have to say? And I said, well, Dr. Stan, for you, knowing who you are, and the fact that you will not tell false about what you hear, I say, yes, I will give you the name of an individual who right now is working for BP Oil Company. As you remember, BP bought out ARCO, and BP and ARCO were basically the ones that produced the entire Prudhoe Bay oil field, east and west side, ARCO on the east side, BP on the west side, and I said, I will give you the name of an individual who still works there that was back there during the days when I was there that saw the Gull Island field brought in and proven. Dr. Stan Monteith took his phone number. I will not give his name for protection because this man has said, if you can ever get a congressman who will make a congressional investigation out of this, he said, I will appear even though it might cost me my life and my family. So I said, Dr. Stan, I'm sure you'll keep it there, and therefore I won't give his name tonight. But Dr. Stan called him, found out he does work for BP, verified who he was, and his question was, is what Lindsey Williams says in his book, Energy Non-Crisis, true? The gentleman said, yes. Everything he says is true, in fact, but he said, he hasn't told what I know since he left. And Dr. Sand said, what's that? 
He said, since Lindsay left the Prudhoe oil field as chaplain, we since have discovered another field as large as Gull Island. America has everything we need on the north slope of Alaska. My book, The Energy Non-Crisis, is the only book on the face of the earth that tells of the largest oil pool in North America, possibly the largest oil pool on the face of the earth, that was discovered, brought in, tested, and proven when I was there as a chaplain. And today, not one drop of that oil has ever been allowed to come to the American people by order of the government of the United States of America. Gasoline, within 12 months' time, could be at the gas pump in California less than $1.50 a gallon if only the administration in Washington would be honest with us as American people. I'll never forget that day. I had just gone to Alaska as a missionary. It was 1970. Came out in the Anchorage newspaper, Trans-Alaska Oil Pipeline to be built. 25,000 pipeliners to converge on the state of Alaska to build that 800-mile pipeline, four-foot diameter, largest pipe ever constructed on the face of the earth for carrying of crude oil, $12 billion to be spent in three years' time, 25,000 pipeliners to converge on the state of Alaska. The first thing that came to my mind was, as a Baptist missionary, 25,000 of the most cussingest, drinkingest, onerous folks on the face of the earth. <laughs> and believe you me, that was the understatement of the year when I arrived on the pipeline. So I went to Alaska Pipeline Service Company and I said, don't you need a chaplain on the Trans-Alaska Oil Pipeline? They said, well, we never had a chaplain on any pipeline in the world. We wouldn't know what to do with you. They said, come back and see us later. Well, I did. I guess persistence paid off. Because after a number of months, they finally said, all right, we'll let you have the northern seven camps, including the big oil field at Prudhoe Bay, down to Galbraith Lake in the Brooks Mountains, and go up there and see what you can do. Just hold a worship service in each one of the camps once a day. Said the men don't know the difference. After all, they worked six weeks on, six weeks off, seven, uh, 12 hours on, 12 hours off. They don't know what Sunday is, and I did. About six months later, Mr. R.H. King, I'll never forget him, Mr. R.H. King came to me, he was a personal relations man with Alaska, and he said, Chaplain, we never knew what value you would be to us. He said, you're literally saving us thousands of dollars of counseling fees that we aren't having to pay, and we have just voted to give you executive status if you will accept it. And I said, well, Mr. King, what does that mean? I've never been an executive on anybody's board but the Lord's. And I said, well, what? He said, well, you can go any place you'd like, see anything you'd like to see. We'll let you have your own vehicle, have, give you an executive pass. And he said, we would like to invite you to sit in on our board meetings in an advisory capacity in order to help the relationship between management and labor. For the next three years' time, only by the providence of God, because it never could have been any other way. I had the opportunity to sit with, live in the same dorms with, rub shoulders with, sit across the table from the most powerful, controlling, manipulative men on the face of this earth. The ones that you only read about in books. 
It changed my life. I never knew such people existed. I'd been a Baptist minister for 20 years. I had had the privilege of being around honest people and deacons and good Christians. And all of a sudden, I was thrown into the midst of those that you hear that control the world. If someone had asked me in 1970, Lindsay Williams, do you believe there's a group of people on the face of the earth who control the world? I would have said, not only do I believe it, I would have said in 1970, I said, I would have said, who are you, a John Bircher? If someone had asked me in 1980, Lindsay Williams, do you believe there's a group of people on the face of the earth who tell the president what to do, who tell the Arabs what they're going to give them for a barrel of oil, who dictate to the world what they should do, I would have said, not only do I believe it, I sat and listened to them talk about it. For three years' time, strictly by the problem, here I was, an unknown little aviation missionary. Nobody knew who Lindsey Williams was. Back out in the bush country of Alaska, and all of a sudden had an opportunity to sit with the people that you only read about. I remember one night, I'd been around them all day long. I couldn't believe there were such human beings on the face of the earth. I remember I went back to my dorm room, utterly exasperated at what I had seen and heard that day. I, I lay down on my bed in utter frustration, looked up at the ceiling and literally cried out to God. And I said, God, how can there be such dastardly people on the face of the earth that literally control the world? Folks, there are people who control the world. They have an agenda. They know what they are doing. How do I know? I was there. I lived with them for three years' time. I sat in their board meetings and heard what they had to say. My book, The Energy Non-Crisis, and I've written six books, by the way. have two of them here with me tonight. My books, all of them, including this one, my first one, The Energy Non-Crisis, are different than any other books you'll ever read. The reason they're different is because I did not research someone else's materials in order to write these books. These books are what I lived. First-hand stories of the people that I rubbed shoulders with. Ones that I knew them by first name, and I was considered to be their chaplain and minister. The power controllers of the world, and I write from first-hand experience. I lived my story. Well, finally, after about two years of this, I decided no one's ever going to believe a little missionary like me. If I ever decided to tell this story, no one would pay any attention to it. After all, how do they know I'm telling the truth? So I contacted a gentleman of great prestige, a man that I knew anyone would trust what he had to say. He writes the foreword to my book, The Energy Non-Crisis. His name is Senator Hugh Chance from the state of Colorado. And I said, Hugh, I'd like you to come to Prudhoe Bay and spend a week with me. I'll make all the arrangements with the oil company officials for you to see, talk with, have interviews with, anyone you'd like. He took me up on my offer. I made all the arrangements. He came to Prudhoe Bay. He spent one week with me. He interviewed every oil company official he wanted 
from the senior executive with Atlantic Richfield down to BP oil company officials. And anyone that he wanted to talk with, they gladly gave him an interview. I will never forget what he said the day before he left. He said, Lindsay, you'll find it recorded, by the way, in my book, The Energy Non-Crisis. Senator Hugh Chance, I had to have a reputable person to see what I was seeing, or how would the world ever believe what I was going to say? He said, Lindsay, I was sitting in the Senate of the state of Colorado when the men came from Washington, D.C. to brief us as state senators as to the energy crisis. He said, Lindsay, from what I have seen here this week, from the mock-ups of the field, from the documentation, from the people I've talked with, I've come to realize that almost everything that I was told in that top-level briefing in the Senate of Colorado by the men from Washington, D.C., that almost everything I was told was the exact opposite of what the truth really is. He said I was intentionally misbriefed and I was lied to. Later, when I wrote the manuscript to my book, The Energy Non-Crisis, I asked him to write the foreword to the book. He did. You'll find it recorded here with his name on it. I'll never forget that day. It was 19 and... 76. 